0: Show turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the
1: wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These words give you the word. On the latest movies, anime, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to the Hi, martin
0: welcome to episode 206 of the podcast we are back for another week with a ton of different movie reviews tv shows a couple little trailers uh probably get some anime talk here and there um you know if you're a new listener uh welcome to the show uh we are blazer ross a group of friends based in and around the gotham area even though a couple of guys have decided to leave for freedom and move elsewhere um you know we generally uh each week break down the latest movies, latest TV shows, and just give our thoughts on the world. Um, so without further ado, we're going to start getting into that. Um, if it is your first time on the show, I want to just get you familiar familiar with our um, rating system. We at Blurz Ross have a very unique rating system. We call it a chicken rating system. If we think something's absolutely dead, it gets bones. Then the next up is a quarter chicken, half chicken, three piece, and we believe it's the creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. Um, I'm gonna go first today in terms of like just going through what I've been up to during the week. Um, so I think on Tuesday there was an Odeon screen unseen. Um, basically what this is is that you go, you, so it's like a discounted ticket. Um, uh, it's normally about, if you haven't got limits, know it's about £5. Um, you have no idea what show movie you're going to see. They do sometimes try and drop some clues on, um, their Twitter page, but for the most part, I never ever, ever seem to figure out. Um, nine times out of 10, it is like a foreignish movie. Um, you know, it's something that's not necessarily like an A tier. Like, I think back in the day when they used to do it, they used to like drop, like, let's say, for example, a Marvel movie a month or two in advance, or like, let's say Ghostbusters, or, or something epic that, you know, people would want to see. Um, mm-hmm. In recent years, they've just been dropping, um, films that have like have been shown at a Cannes festival Um, so it's saying that though one of the films that they dropped one of the last time I went was Parasite and that turned into like you know a must see movie and everyone absolutely loved it and like it had the highest ratings Um, this time uh, I went to see a film, Uh, the film that was shown was called Another Round Um, it was probably called something else in its native I would say Sweden Look, Denmark. Denmark, I believe the film was filled in. Uh, I'm actually just quickly pulling up. David. Is that a film with... Go Is that a film with Mads Nicholson? Yes, it is. So, another round, 2020, uh, starring... Original title was Drunk, which stands for drunk, I'm assuming. Uh, no, it actually doesn't. It probably... Because in... And this is what I learned from Loki... When they say they're full, that means that they're drunk. So, yeah. Uh, so, top cast, Mads Mikkels as Martin, Thomas Bowe, Larson as Tommy, Magnus Millens as Nicolaj, Lars Rettner as Peter. Um, the story follows... Whoa, Nana,
1: no, no, hold on a sec. I missed, I missed all the... almost. Nana, no, no, hold on a sec. I think I missed everything you just said there. You, you cut out.
0: that. Yeah, I cut out. You keep
2: cutting out.
0: All right, hold on. Give yeah. me a second. Give me a second. Now you're saying it's...
2: Huh? I thought it was just me, so I didn't want to say anything. But All right, <laughs> but give, me Martin second, g- g- give,
0: give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. All right, so hopefully that's kind of sorted out some of the internet issues. Um, yes, yeah, so let me start again. Uh, another round um, starring Mads musical as Martin, Thomas Bo Larson as Tommy, Magnus Millet as Nicolaj, and Lars Rath. Radf- hey, R- this song's about me and
2: Martin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys are so stupid. Um... <laughs> Four you didn't know we had a film, did you? <laughs> Can I come on, man? Four high school teachers consume right. alcohol on a daily basis to see how it affects their social and professional lives. Um, you know what? Yeah, like this wasn't something that I was excited to see, so I was just like, meh, you know, I'm not too fast on it. Um, when mm-hmm. they, sh- they showed like the title card, a couple of people cheered, like not loud, but I was like, oh yeah, like you know, that it's something that they wanted to mm-hmm. see. Um, as the movie started, I was just like, you know, this is... I was I was impressed that Mads Mikkelsen was in this because it seemed like a, a very, like, basic movie with a very small budget. And to have a, an actor of his calibre involved in it uh, was pretty cool to see. Um, I'm going yeah. to assume that he is from, what do you call it? Denmark, with a name like Mads Mikkelsen. So maybe this is something that he's doing to, like... Give back to the community. Um you know, not all actors want to be doing like, you know, um Hollywood movies, isn't it Um, but yeah, so Danish film, so Danish film, I guess it, like I said, he's doing that for the community. Um I really enjoyed it. I, I'm gonna give this a solid free piece. Like it was a little bit predictable, but it was fun, it was stupid. Um Nana, you're gone again, boy. Hello. I'm here, man. I don't, like it's probably you guys.
2: Hello, hello. Can you can you can you not even hear us? I
0: can hear you guys. You lot say say that you can't hear me. I can hear you guys fine. Yeah,
2: you keep you keep cutting <laughs> out. Oh, <laughs> well, we're gonna have to, we're gonna
0: have to just run with it because I've got the Ethernet cable plugged in and it should not be you know. Any issues on my end, Um, right? So Um, yeah, um, you guys maybe lose my train of thought. Yeah, you know. So here's the quick little synopsis. Oh, I've given that already, Um, but basically, it's just saying that like there's a theory that man is born of half a mile too little in terms of alcohol. uh, That alcohol alcohol needs to be in the blood, opens them up the mind to the outside world. Problems he's swollen. Creative increases. So I think there was like zero point zero five um, alcohol content in is is needed in the human body to like function properly. Um, and then these guys initially started off, you know, having a couple of drinks here and there. But as as you all know, there's always what that one friend that wants to push the limits even further and they drink even more. Uh, one of the friends end up like having um, becoming alcoholic, and it like proper starts to negate have a negative effect on their personal lives and their and their work um when this is available i would check out it is worth it is worth check it's worth watching are, are you like there because i don't know if you like there um you can hear me or i'm gone or what
2: cool
0: um so rick and boy season five episode one and two um, yes I, I had a lot of fun of them um Episode two was a little bit better than episode one, in my opinion. It was a little bit more faster paced, a little bit more action. Um, I'm going to give the start of the episode so far a free piece uh, Mine, have you seen this? Episode one and two? No, I
1: haven't, seen, I haven't been able to see episode one and
0: two.
2: All right, cool. Uh, Big T, have you seen episode one and two? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen them. Um, I actually think I preferred the first one mm. than the second one. Um, I feel like the both one and two had really cool like sci-fi concepts and like it's crazy that in season five of Rick and Morty they're still managing to come up with these like unique kind of takes and spins on the sci-fi like um concepts and stuff but no I, I kind of preferred the the first episode mm. um just because I felt like I don't know it just seems more epic in scale like I, of course the second one did as well but the first one, I don't know, there's something about that like that other world that they kept going to. It, it just was just so epic, do you know what I mean? And that's that's something that they do really well, is making something so so silly seem so epic, do you know what I mean? Mm. And so I, I really enjoyed that first episode. The second one as well was really good. Um it it without trying to spoil anything about it, because I know Martin hasn't seen it, but it kind of shows where we've got to in the show now where like, how can I say this? But it it just, it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? If if you get what I'm trying to say, it just, it it doesn't matter. Like we can follow anything and anyone, if that makes sense. Like it really doesn't matter anymore. And they know it doesn't matter to the point where like at the end of the episode, they kind of, even refer to it a little bit, if that makes sense. I hope I'm making sense. I'm trying just not to specifically say what happened, but yeah. Mm. Um, but no, I, I like both episodes. I'm, I'm as well. I'd say, oh, I don't know. Yeah, probably a free piece, but a very high free piece, if that makes sense. But no, they're they're very good as well. Um, while while we're talking about that I saw I've only seen one um, more episode of Solar Opposites because after watching Rick and Morty, I got in the moods. So I watched episode three of Solar Opposites yeah. of season two. Um, and yeah, I, I enjoyed that one as well. That, it's funny because in Rick and Morty, they've um, specifically said like both in the show, Rick has said, and the writers have said, they're never going to um, try and tackle like time travel. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, I know episode one of, of this season kind of, had some kind of time but that was more like time relativity if that makes sense but actual time travel rick and morty (laughs) have said they're never going to tackle it Mm. so it's interesting to see how many times solar opposites have used time travel as like a device in their show so i'm guessing it's more dan Harmon that is refusing to use time travel because he's more of like the the storyteller so, and time travel stories are hard to tell, especially if you want them to to make sense as much as he likes his his stories to kind of make sense, if if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But Justin Roiland, the other creator of Rick and Morty, who, who makes Solo Opposites on his own or with someone else, I think, he's just the ideas guy. He's just a random guy who just comes up with random shit. So he's just like, yeah, fuck it. Like time travel. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't even matter. Like it doesn't have to make sense. Let's just do it so, um, but yeah, no, it was funny to see them. It was like where they were sending the letter back in time to try and, um, like change, like change each other and stuff like that. And then every time he sent a letter back, um, the other guy would just be more and more different. But no, it was good, man. Again, I'll, I'll probably say a solid three piece for that. I need to finish this show because even you have said season two is better than season one. Yeah, and family, I like, yeah. I, I quite like season one so. Yeah, I need to get around to finishing that show. Cool. Uh,
0: we're going to quickly just get talk about Loki Season 1, Episode 4, the Nexus event. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the theories are starting to come true. Uh, I'm quite happy that, you know, I kind of said that when they get purged, I don't think they actually die straight away. Well, we don't know if that's for definite about 4. And again, we're going to be talking a little bit of spoilers. So if you haven't seen Loki Season 1, Episode 4, you might want to skip ahead maybe 3 to 5 minutes. <laughs> um that obviously at the moment in time Loki's character hasn't died but we don't know whether if Owen Wilson's character Mobius has died or whether he's also been like sent to another dimension um Mm -hmm. this episode for me like felt like a good Marvel episode like I actually quite enjoyed this episode uh I didn't say I would love it but I would give this episode a three piece um I'm liking the fact that the show's starting to finally ramp up and um yeah I, I, i'm looking like i said I, I really hope that episode five and six they um oh, i forget what the, what the terminology is like they they land the plane or whatever it is i can't what the hell is that word stick the landing stick the landing thank you oh my gosh what the fuck <laughs> listen i'm tired man i had not even had a nap before this
2: although i like i like land the plane i'm gonna use that for now <laughs> <laughs>
0: um stick the landing uh man i half tired um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I've only seen episode one, so I didn't take a lot of notes on this. Uh, mine, have you seen episode four?
1: Um, Yes, I have, actually. Yeah. Um, episode four is a whole chicken for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, with a lot of the reveals and things. Um, now, would you like me to go to reveals or would you like me to just give yeah, no, some like, Just give, give a, a quick surface
0: views and then give a. Well, you're getting your rating already, then we'll go to T, then I'll go back to you for like the old stuff.
1: Okay, cool. So yeah, I enjoyed this episode. It definitely picked up from um, last episode because last episode I think was similar to Wonder Vision as well, where um, they had uh, Right, like midway through the midway through a show, everything became sort of just filler and whatnot. So this progressed from that. Um, the reason why I gave I gave a whole chicken is because you learn more about Sylvie's past. You learn more about. Um, I guess the timekeepers, um, the judge's relationship to Sylvie as well, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, and then the mystery the mystery sort of deepens as to, you know, who the timekeepers are and everything like that. And then also the post-credit um, ending as well. I thought that was awesome to see. So, yeah, that's why I guess a whole chicken for me. Mm-hmm. See? Uh
2: Yeah, I agree. I'd, I'd give this episode a whole chicken. Um, I think there was a lot of good reveals um there was i mean we've only got two episodes left so this episode has really like hyped up my excitement for these last two episodes um i think i don't want to speculate i'm not going to do it just yet i'll wait till everyone starts to get into it but uh, i mean i've I've been hurt by Vision and the whole mephisto thing but i really think Kang has something to do with this, do you know what I mean? And I don't want to say that,
0: but, <laughs> but, you, but you,
2: you just did. So I I know. But like like Kang is like the Mephisto of this show. Like it it it's obviously pointing towards him, but we're probably not gonna get him. But mm. I've got some some reasons for it, which I'll get into in a bit. Mm. Um, but no, I really like this episode. Uh, whole chicken for me. I think there's a lot of shocking moments, like Morbius yeah. being Morbius being pruned. I was like, what the fuck? Like, is that it? Is he done? And then when Loki was pruned, I was like, well, fuck it. Like, what's the show going to be about? Like, is it going to be about Lady Loki now? Like, it's, she's still a Loki, so it, it's still a Loki show. But mm. then, obviously, we get the post credit scene, um, which uh, I'll, I'll wait for you lots to get into that. But um, no, it was it was some good some good stuff in this episode. Um, yeah, so a whole chicken from me. Nice.
0: All right, I'm going to let... I'm gonna let mine start to break down and then whatever mine doesn't say T can kind of finish up.
2: Cool.
1: Okay. So, um, we learned more about, um, uh, Sylvie's past. So we know that she's a variant from her time, um, from her own, from her own universe, which, um, ended, um, during that she was processed by the judge. The judge was, um, what C 20, uh, was originally, um, Sylvie managed to get away from her, which is why you can see that there's a huge, that basically of a vendetta against her, um, I get, so this one is just, so it has a vendetta against, uh, Sylvie, um, so right there then it blew, blew away my theory, which was that Loki, actually not, yeah, it was my theory, but I thought they might, they might touch upon, upon this or something like that, because in the comic books I said that, um, Sylvie was created by Loki after the events of Ragnarok, um, Whereas in this case, um, like the MCU, um, like we know from the MCU, the MCU is its own um, its own universe, and it from this universe it supports other universes and stuff. So from this, we know that Sylvie has had her own history, nothing to do with Loki and uh, the events of Ragnarok. Um, then her escaping and whatnot. So I thought that was uh, again from the judge. Um, so I thought that was all really really cool to see. Um, also, during some of the uh, commentary, we had Mobius mentioning Krees, Titans, and Vampires. Um, so, when I heard Vampires, I immediately thought of the Blade reboot. Because we have yet to see vampires mm. uh, Do you know what? Yeah. in the MCU. Yeah. Sorry, sorry.
0: I, 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 I remember thinking the same as well, yeah. But I, I didn't immediately go to Blade. I mm. actually went more to um, Mobius that we're getting from Sony and then Blade. Because mm. obviously, I think Mobius is coming out like ended the shit, no. Mm. So yeah, my mind went more to Morbius than like, than it did Blade. Okay. Yeah.
1: I well, mean, the two, the two, the two. I, th- I think the two are connected anyway. Um, mm. Blade and Morbius. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's very, very possible that we could get uh, Morbius or uh, maybe Sony do another partnership with um, with uh, IPs and say, yeah, it would be cool have if them mash together like they do with Spider Man already.
2: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It would be cool if because they've got their Venom movies, and then we've obviously mm. got Spider-Man in the MCU, and apparently those two are gonna cross paths in the future. Yeah. yeah, so it would be cool if they do the same thing with Blade and Morbius. If mm. if Morbius is like the villain of the Blade movie, that would be pretty cool. Yep,
1: yep. And also, he when he mentioned Titans, um, obviously this is this is MCU, so it's not when they mentioned Titans, has nothing to do with DC. That's just its own separate thing. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so the Titans are from the homeworld Titan, which is actually Thanos' homeworld as well um, um, so there is that so there is that, so I thought that was pretty cool um, during the uh, scene with the timekeepers where Loki and Sylvie are in their corpse or whatever, and while the heads get stopped off, I got serious Wizard of Oz vibes from that so I thought, no way these guys were all high and mighty, or were, were just robots. I was, yeah, I was. I, I mean, I wasn't too shocked because I know it's this is Marvel. Marvel does do does do things like this, uh, so I thought it was very interesting. And so in my head, I immediately thought, okay, cool. The only other person I can think behind this is either going to be, um, um, Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Um, with Kang, with Kang, you know, having his own again in the comic books, having his own sort of, um. Uh, what's the, uh, part of, part of the multiverse? Part of the universe that he governs or whatnot, yeah. um, and it, the size of his empire, is similar size to the to the TVA. So I thought, okay, cool. Either he's that taking control, or it could be another force that we haven't seen before. Um, one of the theories out there is that um, perhaps even Miss <coughs> Minutes, the person, the the little clock that that tells Loki about the TVA and mm. whatnot maybe she might have been a time keep a timekeeper in the past and somehow lost to a being that we don't know about or maybe kang the conqueror and is now you know sort of inhabiting miss Melissa's body while she's working behind the scenes mm. no idea what's gonna happen i'm just gonna let marvel reveal it to me because i've learned my lesson from Wonder Vision of theorizing too much about certain things mm. um but i thought i thought that was really really cool to see so i'm, I'm Deeply, deeply intrigued to see who um, who could be behind the uh, the TVA and actually giving an orders to the TVA and whatnot.
0: I just want to go um, back to your sorry. I just want to go back to your earlier comment of um, the Wizard of Oz because that mm-hmm. was a, um, something that ran f- concurrent in like the One Division. There was a lot of like Wizard of Oz like similarities in there. Yes. So yes. It's, yes. It's, yes. It's nice to see like they've kind of kept. That going so I wonder if like in let's say Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness or Spider Man: Far From Home, we'll, we're gonna get some more you know Wizard of Oz kind of themes in it. It'll be interesting to see, and I'm looking forward to watching those films.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Um, also the post credit scenes we we saw a lot more Loki's, and I thought that was really really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, again, I I thought that when someone gets pruned. It literally meant that they were just taken completely out of their time zone. Maybe they are completely Ooh. taken out of time zone, but I thought that was it; they were just deleted from existence. Um, whereas in this case, we see Loki, uh, being taken to some part, some part of space, I have no idea what the space is, but that he came across other Lokis while they being kid Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, one being that this is when, uh, Loki was reborn as, as a child, mm-hmm. um, in the, in the comics. We have um classic Loki. So the Loki who we see from Marvel Comics who wears the green and and yellow um clothing. Mm. Um we see Boastful Loki, I believe Boastful Loki is the black guy who had the sort of look like a makeshift monia hammer. Yeah. Um
0: He he's not so, in the comics, is he? He's just someone they've created for the show. I,
1: so I think I, so, I, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I'm, not too, I'm not familiar with Boastful Loki at all. Um, I've got, got lots of people thrown around, so I thought, cool, maybe he is Boastful Loki. Yeah, no,
2: yeah, he, he is Boastful Loki, but he's not anything specifically from the comics, but his costume mm. is from, um, I can't remember which one in particular, but that costume with, like, the fur on his shoulder and the, uh, like, ring, ringed belt that he has, that is a specific yes. Loki costume. Yes, Um but yeah, the black Loki, I don't think, is a thing in the comics. Mm. And and um, he's got he's uh, did you say like he's got the hammer as well? He's got like, yeah, a, he's, he, he looks like he has bold but it's not the Mordia we know. It's like nah, Lokified. It's
0: he's Lokified Mmm.
2: It looks like yeah. something he might have even made himself. Like that's what
1: I'm saying, because it looked like it looks like the handle was actually a wrench. when you look yeah. at? It looks like it's actually a wrench. And yeah. then it looks like it just got other parts added to it. So it is a hammer by all for of purposes. Mm. Um, but it's not one in likeness to um, Thor's hammer, for example, which is um, which is interesting. So I'd love to see his character in more detail. Mm. Um, and also, everyone in the TVA being a uh, variant, um, <coughs> that reveal was also very, very interesting because, to me, when they... Because in my head, I was thinking, okay, so we're talking about divergent um, divergent universes and then, you know, obviously creating havoc or whatever, right? I'm now I'm thinking, okay, so with all these divergent um, universes that ended up having to be destroyed, they just take people out of those universes, wiped out the memories, and then let them work for the TVA? Because mm-hmm. I was thinking, that's not probably the only way they could have kept people in there because I, I don't think there's too many variants that are running around um the the true uh, timeline um or sorry the sacred timeline so that's, that's why i'm thinking that maybe it's a case where they just pulled just one or two people out of every um every one of those, those other multiverses stuck them in the tv to then monitor the multiverse mm-hmm. um maybe that would be revealed to us later on no idea uh, but i thought that was pretty cool um Especially with, you know, um, learning more about Sylvie's abilities that she doesn't create memories out of, out of thin air. She actually uses the memories that already exist in that individual mm. um, for her for her um, enchantments. So Again, I thought that was super cool. Um, even seeing C20 become more human-like rather than just being this very hardened person who's just she just does her job. Um, I like the she said she looks happy in her memories and, you know, she's She's not actually has such a stickler for the rules. She will, you know, follow her heart if if she knows something's not quite right, which is which is what she did. So mm. uh, it was great. It was great to see more of her. Um, you know, sort of being more relatable now because yeah, she did break down, cry a little bit, which I thought, oh my gosh, she actually, she actually has emotions of than anger. Mm. Um, yeah, so mm. this is why other than anger. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So this is why I'm giving it a whole chicken, just because you know we get we get a lot of reveals from um, the other Loki's, which means that okay, pruning is not really uh, a permanent thing. It, they just get sent to a different dimension. But maybe maybe it's specifically for Loki because Loki. I mean, they're all variants anyway, so maybe it's specific to Loki, or maybe something happened that allowed Loki to do that. But maybe pruning isn't as permanent as as I thought it was. Um, Obviously, nods to the Wizard of Oz. Like you've quite, quite quite rightly pointed out, that we saw themes of that in One Division as well. Um, so this is again shaped up to be almost like a multiverse of madness because you have all these Logies subsequently, I'm wish, I'm sure, pulled out from all sorts of realities and whatnot, uh, culminating in this one place. So it looks like it's leading very very nicely into, you know, into other things, uh, into upper column movies um so yeah hard the whole chicken uh great reveals um story picks up nicely and yes roll on episode five mm. all right t was there
0: anything that martin missed as you are
1: the comic book expert
2: um yeah no, i he, he covered a lot of stuff just a couple of little things that I, I wanted to add um so like Oh boy, where do I start? Um, right, first of all, just just the episode itself. I thought some of the um, cinematography was quite good. For example, like um, when we go to Asgard. Usually in the movies, like in the Thor movies, when we come to Asgard, we're like the cameras like coming from the the Rainbow Bridge, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. and like you're seeing the the like towers of Asgard from the front. Whereas in this episode, when we go and see um, um, Lady Loki, the, the female Loki for, as a child, we're coming from behind the, um, the, the, the castle kind of thing. And you can see like out into the Rainbow Bridge. So it's kind of like a reverse shot, if that makes sense, for like this kind of, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, and you know, I so I thought that was a very interesting kind of way to establish that this isn't the Asgard that we're used to seeing. This yeah. is a different one. I thought that was quite cool. Um, the fact that two Lokis liking each other is such an unusual event.
1: It's so weird <laughs> <isn't> that, <laughs> that so it creates yeah, weird.
2: such a powerful, um, uh, what's it called? Um, like, variation to the timeline and a powerful branch that was heading straight for the red line like i guess loki's aren't meant to to work to him or get on or fall in love do you know what i mean so i thought that was quite interesting as well and i don't know it's weird like i'm I'm in two minds about it because a obviously no one loves loki more than loki but then at the same time <laughs> is this like some new
1: form of incest or like i don't know how yeah, oh, I feel I, about it, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, it's it's, it's an it's, uh, What it's not, oh, was, who's was that guy who loved himself like he loved himself so much that oh, I can't remember. It so, it's this it as part of a, like, a Greek tragedy or whatever. But mm. it's this guy who absolutely loved himself, he loved the way he looked and everything like that. Couldn't look at anyone else besides himself, and uh, I can't remember what happened else in the story, but that's what it felt like. I was thinking, yeah. really, you're, you're, you're literally falling for yourself. What kind of <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was a bit mad, man it was mad. um But yeah, so we also had that kind of time loop torture chamber, I guess, or or oh, I don't know with, what you call it. Sif. You with know, Lady Sif with Lady Sif
0: that was cool in that yeah and I'm guessing they're bringing Lady Sif because uh, there's rumours that we're going to probably see her again in, lo- in for Love of Thunder Yeah, yeah, Love yeah. yeah. Me, she's she's apparently in there. What would have been a better torture scene was the was him just getting whacked up by Hulk. Like, Thank you. That's that, exactly what is, I was about that, to say. That, yeah. That'll be a that much like, more superior, like much more painful than getting kicked in, like not mm. needing the balls.
2: Like I don't know that that that's pretty painful. I know, so. but like the <laughs> the
0: the, the, the uh, puny godline and just getting ragdolled, like that's mm. more
2: emotional and physical torture. Just, I don't know. Just, See, I, I get in ter- physically. Yeah, that's mm. that's a better that's. Um, um, that would hurt more. Do you know what I mean? Getting yeah. fucked up by Hulk every 10 seconds. But I feel like this was more meant to be like a mental kind of torture. And mm. like Hulk saying puny God to you, like Hulk's your enemy already. Do you know what I mean? And saying puny God, whatever, like this dickhead, you can't even talk properly. Let him say what he wants to say. But yeah. having it be Lady Sif, um, who growing up they were friends do you know what i mean like they, he wasn't always evil like he was always mischievous but he wasn't always evil yeah so growing up they were friends he did something to her and apparently that's that's an actual story from norse mythology as well Is loki cutting lady sif's hair and her getting angry at him or whatever to the point where he he went out and found something and replaced her hair with like golden hair or something like that. It's an actual Norse mythology story. So that's, that's a cool little inclusion, but I think it was more like for him just to break him down mentally and destroy his ego and make him realize how shit a person he actually is. Like for them to, for her to keep saying, "Oh, you're, you're destined to be alone and this mm-hmm. and that. And then by the end of the episode or but like by that scene, he was saying like, yeah, I, I deserve to be alone. Like I'm, I'm, um." Do you know what I mean? So, it proper broke him down. So, I think it was more emotional, mental kind of torture than a physical torture, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah no, that makes sense. But I agree. I feel like the Hulk one would have would have been... All right, T, you've
0: caught it now. It's now your turn to have the shit internet. <laughs> All right, well, till T comes back... <coughs> oh, man. Better, you're, like... you're T, you, you, <laughs> I don't know. I you can't. Like... You can't. You you're back now. Don't tell me you just came back and just fucked off again.
2: Like, hey, T- by, by Mephisto, and we don't want to get fucked off again. Sorry, right, so T, uh,
0: your, your, uh, your internet has been cutting out in and out for the last like two minutes.
2: Oh, yeah?
0: Yeah, we can hear you now, so start again.
2: I'm right, just saying, I'm going to get into the, the theory, mm. um, which we've all been thinking, can the Conqueror. Like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to die on this hill. Do you know what I mean? Like, I am not willing to argue that this is it Mm. because do you know what I mean? Mephisto kind of burnt us all with that. But, um, I think there's enough, uh, here to kind of speculate that Mephisto may be involved, Mephisto, that Kang may be behind all of this. So basically, um, when Morbius died, I was like oh fuck like that's that's fucked like, that we've only got two episodes left maybe that's it maybe he's just dead mm-hmm. but then I remembered um, in like one of the trailers for the Loki series we see Morbius in like um, driving like a car through like a kind of not like kind of through like a grassy plane driving this car and there's like a pyramid and a sphinx there. So like you'd, you'd expect to see those things in like a desert kind of area, like in Egypt where they belong. So that's led me to believe that um, when they prune someone, I I think Morbius is going to turn up in this same place where Loki has been sent. I think this is like a little pocket dimension or a little pocket timeline Mm -hmm. where they kind of send people that they don't want, messing with the the sacred timeline. Mm. Um, So they kind of just send them to this little bubble dimension. Um, uh, But um in the comics, Kang um has his own city. I think it's called Chronopolis or something like that. Yeah, Chronopolis. Yeah. And his city, it's kind of like in like a little dome kind of thing, like a little bubble. Now, everyone was speculating that this was the city that was seen in Ant Man in the quantum realm. Mm. Um, and it's going to, um, since Kang is the villain of Ant Man 3, I'm guessing we're going to end up in that city. Mm-hmm. But I believe this, and I'm not, again, I'm not putting my stamp of approval on this. I'm not guaranteeing it. I don't care anymore about theories. But this place where Loki's ended up could be. A kind of adaptation of this city or if if not the city itself like a version of it where Kang can kind of send people to monitor them and keep an eye on them because like I said you've got the pyramid and the sphinx there in this grassy kind of area Mm. now in the comics in Chronopolis he collects like things from other timelines and puts them in his city including the pyramid and the sphinx are in his city um there's another scene in the trailer where like this big ship kind of appears out of nowhere and like kind of drops into the water apparently that ship is meant to be some ship some real life ship that went missing or something and there was all these different theories about where it went and stuff like that so obviously they're they're using it in in this, so I think this where Loki has ended up might be some type of pocket timeline or something like that. Maybe belong to Kang. Maybe Kang's behind this whole thing, um, and he's just collecting different relics from different time periods and and storing it here. Um, yeah. Also, um, Ravona Renslayer. Who is like the main judge, the main TVA judge? Um, In her office, on her shelf, she's got a couple of little like snow globes. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Now, again, just throwing it out there, but maybe this could be where Loki has ended up. Maybe those snow globes are where they're containing these little cities or these little pockets. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the same way, Chronopolis is in a dome, these snow globes are in a dome um so i'm just i don't know just thought that was interesting um the city itself is definitely new york Mm -hmm. or it at least contains the avengers tower yeah now it might not be new york because like i said the sphinx and the pyramid were there maybe avengers tower was just another relic that whoever is doing this maybe kang has just collected now it's not directly after avengers because some people were thinking like Loki was taken, maybe this is an alternate dimension where Loki wins in the first Avengers movie, mm-hmm. yeah. but it, it can't be because in the first Avengers movie, that tower was still Stark Tower. It wasn't Avengers Tower yet. It didn't have the, um, the extra level on top for the, for the helicarrier yeah. uh, or whatever their, their little jets are called yeah. for that, the landing pad. It didn't have that. Whereas in yeah. this, it has that landing pad. So this is a time period in between. Uh, it's definitely after Age of Ultron because that's where the um, that landing pad and it actually was Avengers Tower was in Age of Ultron, mm. but before Spider-Man Homecoming because in Spider-Man Homecoming, that tower was sold on and by the end of Homecoming, you see it's like a completely different tower. It has like a... You know, like when he does out his web wings and he glides through it, there's like yeah. a there's like a glass kind of hole in there with plant life and stuff. So it's not the Avengers Tower anymore. So wherever it's been sent is a time period between Avengers Age of Ultron and Spider-Man Homecoming. Um What else am I going to say? So yeah, so okay. One of the biggest possible clues yeah, that Kang may be involved because Marvel like to do this in their movies. This is this is something they actually do. They've done it in Spider Man movies in a number of different things. But whenever you see like, like for example in Spider Man, they did it with um, license plates. Certain license plate numbers that you would see in in the in the film refer to specific Spider Man comics. So in Spider Man uh, Far From Home. Where you had like the fire beast, the water beast, the all these different elementals. Yeah. Yeah. Each license plate you would see would be a reference to one of Spider-Man comics involving like Hydro Man or Sandman and stuff like that. So in the scene where Lady Loki is young and they come and arrest her. As you said, it's Ravona Renslayer, the, the current like main judge mm, yeah. back when she was just an agent. And her number, like you know, you've got C twenty, mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
2: Renslayer's number was A twenty three. Now, A twenty three could refer to Avengers comic issue twenty three, which was a Kang comic. Mm-hmm. It was an Avengers comic featuring Kang where he was the main villain. It featured Ravona Renslayer. Um, and basically, Renslayer and Kang have a lot of connections in the comics. I think Kang was in love with her, um, Mm. and similar to how Thanos was in love with Lady Death and tried to destroy half of all life to please her, a lot of what Kang did was like a kind of display of power to try and impress Renslayer, but but she was just never impressed by it to the point where he actually got so pissed off that I think he destroyed her home planet or her home that like he destroyed her home. Mm-hmm. So since we've just found out that all the TVA agents are taken from their own time period and then you know what I mean and then their home has been destroyed, mm-hmm. that could be how Renslayer was brought into this. Maybe Kang was in love with her. You know what?
1: Now that he said that, I do I do remember great of a um Rav- Ravona in the comics where you're right Kang did try to impress her but she never really fell for those yeah um, but there was a, there was a situation I, ca- I can't remember um, basically Kang had a had a hmm, pardon me had a rival and this rival went to end up shooting Kang and she jumped in the way of it um but she didn't die per se but, um this, this the hell jump before the bullet showed that she really did love Kang yeah. um but so she did die because Kangbash put her in some sort of uh chamber, if you will, that kept her in this state of she wasn't dead, but she wasn't alive either. Um, later down the line she ends up um coming back. Um and my memory escapes me as to what happened next. But she wasn't I don't think she was ever evil in a sense. Um But yeah, I do I do I do I do remember that. I do remember um those but those versions of events so yeah mm. you're quite' you're, you're right it could quite possibly be that um Kang has involved in it again which would make sense actually um uh, because again we don't know the t v a aren't well the timekeepers aren't you know alive they, they, they we found out they were robots so if mm. uh if Kang's behind it then it makes sense that Ravona would be second in command to him exactly um, through through however the the show creators will tell us but Mm. um yeah definitely some sort of relationship between them Mm.
2: yeah i mean it could be in the comics the timekeepers were created by i can't remember his name i think it's like uh, i can't remember but it's it's basically like the last living the last thing living in the universe Mm -hmm. created the timekeepers but they weren't robots they weren't androids they were actual living beings who were like sentient and in control of themselves. Mm. So it could just turn uh, out to be
1: that same yeah. guy. I know, I know, I know. What I mean, those, those being in the universe that was lonely because it's lonely. He, I think uh, maybe, maybe my version of it's all wrong, but I think created two races. I think one that ended up being the team, the, the timekeepers. And the other one was, um, some other group, but I might be getting that mm. confused between, between them and the celestials, um, mm. being created and then another group being created. So. I, mm. I,
0: I did like that when they revealed the androids. It kind of reminded me of when um, Sam was like the big three: uh, androids, wizards, yeah. and oh. I can't remember what the other one was, but yeah, that's we, true. we got all of that. Androids,
2: aliens, and that's the
0: one,
2: uh, and then wizards. Something. and wizards, yeah. Right, so, um, T, start oh, up. Gonna get, we're
1: gonna get all three. <laughs> start, start wrapping up.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no I'm basically done. Um i mean the end credit scene was blew my mind um again kid loki straight from the comics we've got classic loki with his costume from the comics Mm -hmm. uh and then two new loki's we've got alligator loki as well which just made me laugh um but yeah no definitely this is a whole chicken episode for me um i'm looking forward to see where this goes (laughs)
0: Mm. no that's cool that's cool that's cool all right so um all right so Martin asked me to watch, or asked us to watch Vacation. Uh, I'm assuming you were asked to watch Vacation
1: 2015?
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, so, and then, obviously, we had a little discussion in our group, um, and I had never seen the original Vacation, which came out in 1983. Um, so, I ended up watching that. Both of these were actually on Netflix. Uh, Netflix. Um, oh, are they? Yeah, well, not anymore. I think they've both been taken off, but um, oh, okay. I'm pretty sure they were both on Netflix. Um Ooh. I would give the first vacation maybe a half chicken. Um, I was watching it and I was like, um, "There was like one guy in particular that I looked familiar, and I said it was Stifler's dad." But Martin um, said that was wrong, but he was one of the guys that was in American Pie. Um, yeah,
2: he was the main, the main guy's dad.
0: That... Yeah, there we go. Well, I, I, I'm not too familiar with American Pie. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I've never watched like all of them throughout. Mm. Um, uh, vacation 2015. i I would give that a free piece. Um, I had quite a lot of fun of that. Um the drunk run was really cool. Uh the sewage scene was disgusting. maybe, what's disgusting? F- uh, maybe we wouldn't even want to throw up. Um <laughs> it had Nick Kroll and um the guy from Atman and the um what's his name? The guy that talks. Uh, I forgot his name. But he was in Michael it.
1: Pena.
0: Yeah, that's it. Michael Pena was in it. Um, was in if it's not Michael Pena then I'm being racist. You know the the four police officers? <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're right. It was Michael Page. It was Michael Page. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I just remembered, yeah. Uh he
1: had you had I think it was his name, Nick from um Nick the cool. guy that created Big Mouth.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah he Nick. He was Crawl. one of the yeah. well. Um you had um uh, Chris Ebsworth. It was Chris Hemsworth. as I heard it?
1: Yep, that's yeah, a,
0: uh, like his scenes yo, I was just like you know what getting paid to do those scenes is actually jokes like who mm. wouldn't just want to have a, just a massive penis if you didn't have one already and just mm. walk into a room and just make it really awkward and just like struggle your mm. stuff and then walk out uh, that, that made that, me laugh. that
2: was some of the funniest t- scenes the the whole movie is funny but that cracked me up bro mm. when he just mm. walked in and then just stood there and it's like and then just walked out like it was like there was absolutely no point for that except to show off your dick
1: like yeah. <laughs> he goes he took his kid to check his boss to check out his abs I'm like yeah 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 it was his abs
0: yeah <laughs> uh, yeah very, 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 yeah so I, I I enjoyed it um obviously mine you was the one that, that recommended us to watch this what what, yeah. what was your rating and what was some of the bits that you liked or didn't like
1: okay so my girlfriend was the one that actually recommended this movie to me um like a couple of years ago, maybe it was twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen even. Um, we we have the DVD for it, but we saw it sort of, on uh, Netflix. We gave it a watch. I've seen it probably five or six times now. Mm. Um, um, yeah. So I give it a three piece. Um, again, not all movies that I watch again and again are whole chickens, but I'll give it a three piece. Absolutely hilarious. It still borrows a lot of elements from the original Vacation, for example. Um, there being a family song. Um and the family song will be something from like maybe the, the, the decade before that. So for vacation, um for, for the uh the 25th vacation, it was Kiss uh Kiss by Rose Kiss From Rose by Seal. Mm-hmm. Um in the original vacation, it was moved it was a song that was made in the eighties. Um Carbon Water song was so it sort of brought that element in it where they were trying to have a, a family sort of song that they sang on the way there. Um they had um the really hot woman who'd, you know, come and distract Rusty in some way, shape, or form. Or uh, mm. uh, last time it was uh it was his dad. This time out, it was Rusty himself. Um you know, so she comes in a really cool um uh I think it was a Ferrari that she came uh, she came out in. Um, you know, making all googly eyes at him or whatnot, and then obviously <laughs> she's not looking, she's not paying attention to where she's driving, she has to get hit by uh a truck obviously it's a huge explosion and that's it um (laughs) in the previous in the uh previous movie the original vacation something similar that happens but instead it's rusty that ends up almost crashing a what sorry rusty's dad that almost ends up crashing stuff on that. so it borrowed those elements there um things always going wrong exactly the same as the vacation um as the original vacation movie um all in all it was a whole load of fun I especially like the car uh itself um you know for example where rusty says all right this car is absolutely amazing try and close the door on on, on my hand obviously there's <laughs> supposed to be senses there that's what's yeah. happening you yeah, know bang crazy. smashed it twice um and then the car the car's gps being switched to uh korean mm-hmm. and then the, the gps being super angry um <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Even to a point where Arsenal does the Vin Diesel turn and absolutely messes it all up in the car, right? Does several barrel rolls or whatever, right? Everything's cool and everything like that. Everyone forgets that the GPS is there. And also GPS just goes. <laughs> and that just crapped me up because you know what I mean? That like, no one's expected that to happen. Um, um yeah, the, I think the comedy was gold. We we had a lot of slapstick there. Um obviously you had um uh, the, I can't remember the I can't remember the sons' names, but obviously you had the younger son who was a who was a bully to the older son, like almost strangling him to death. Um, <laughs> a couple of times, I know we got gets the the plastic bag, covers his head with it. Um, and like tries to see, and, and says, oh, I'm trying to see how to hold your breath for, but I'm like, don't all know. in all, can't me rambling any longer. It was a fun movie. Um, yeah, I mean, seeing things like again debbie um doing her her, her nickname was debbie do anything um uni i'm sure nana you had uh you have some stories to tell from uni um i mean so it was that sort of like that life that you had at uni which is you were wild or whatever 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 mm. that coming back with debbie um you know doing the the charity run that she did that obviously she's not as young as she used to be so she can't do everything she used to so it was, just, it was just a really really fun movie mm-hmm. um one thing that cracked up the most was when the younger son was on the radio to the truck driver he goes uh hi my friend said all truck drivers are rapists yeah right? <laughs> yeah and at the end of the movie where we see the uh, truck driver, the truck driver. Um, again, his name escapes me, but he is the guy who they modeled. Um, um, the main guy from *Death Stranding* after he's also in *The Walking Dead*. Okay. Um, he plays Ned in *The Walking Dead*. Um, so if you if you remember that name, I remember the face. That's that's the actor I'm talking about. Um, he never answers the question <laughs> about him <Yeah>. narration. <laughs> so that's So that's think throughout the movie. I was like, nah, he didn't answer the question. There's something fishy there. <laughs> do you know what I mean again it's a theme that happens with uh, with the previous vacation movies uh, which I highly recommend everyone watch Uh, there's National it's called National Lampoon's Vacation National Lampoon's Christmas National Lampoon's X, Y and Z so yeah definitely check them out when you can I don't know when the next on Netflix but overall I'm really really happy with this movie this is one of the comedies that I can see myself watching even 20 years 20 more years down the line nice
0: T what was your quick little uh, views and your rating
2: um, my, re- so the new one, the vacation, I would mm. give a free piece. Mm. Did th- I did think it was very funny. Um, I, I think the, um, it, it's definitely almost like a remake of the original. It's like a soft reboot mm-hmm. where they did try to like, I think like Martin kind of touched on They kind of imitated or kind of paid Homage to a lot of the original jokes from the first one, but just kind of stepped it up like a whole next level. So in the original, obviously he, it starts with him getting a new car, and like there's certain scenes where he like, like I think when he's filling up the gas, the gas pump. Um, when he's uh, filling up the gas pump, mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't know where the where the hole is to put the the nozzle in. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: just different things like that. That's kind of like. That's kind of like um minor compared to what happens in, in this one. Do you know what I mean? Like like you said, with the whole Korean um uh, um sat nav and mm-hmm. by by the end of it, like he's always like, What does this mushroom button do? And he presses it and it <laughs> and just blows up the car. Mm. Like, so it's taken that joke to an extreme and they did it a couple of times. Like in the original as well, one scene that was very funny was um when they're driving and the camera like starts off at the wife and she's asleep looks at the kids in the back they're both asleep and then goes to the dad who's meant to be driving and he's asleep as well and like in this one they're not not asleep but obviously him being asleep loses control of the car but in this one um he, again, he doesn't know how to use the the car properly, so he's pressing buttons and stuff and in his whole chair just starts turning oh, around, around. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just screaming like so that again is funny, but like the types of humor is a bit different like this one is extreme humor there's a lot of gross out humor yeah. um, and there's a lot of like really dark um dark humor mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but. In, in the original, it's kind of more subtle and more kind of um, kind of tame, if that makes sense. Um, one thing that did make me laugh was when they were at the hotel and um, he, his son, who's, like, kind of moving to this girl, and then he comes out, and he's trying to, like, help his son, but he just comes off, like, some paedophile... Yeah, like... Uh, like he's like oh yeah why don't you show us your muscles and, and stuff like that and all of that just really cracked me up um the one of the things that made me laugh the most though when they're going to the spa and there's like some hillbilly guy mm-hmm. and they like ask him for like if there's a shortcut or if there's anything else and he's got like a rat on his shoulder the whole time <laughs>
0: yeah he
2: doesn't know and then at the end he's like oh and like you know something about our oh, cute friend you've got there or something and he looks at his shoulder and sees the rat and like screams and panics and like dashes him off and it's like i don't know him and like I don't know. like that that just cracked me up bro that cracked me up so much but then saying that i i like the original better i do like the original better maybe because i grew up with it maybe it's nostalgia or whatever but it's it, it's a classic do you know what i mean it's not my favorite one of the original four movies i think my favorite one is the christmas one i've seen that one the most but yeah. But, but this one is a classic, do you know what I mean? And Chevy Chase is a legend in, in comedy. He was what originally made me watch Community um, mm-hmm. because he was in it. Um, just, I, I, it's, it's just,
0: I did like it's, that the, in, the, in the modern one, the guy kind of looked like him.
1: That was not
0: No, the, yeah, um, like- the main actor. In oh the, in, oh! In, in, what, oh. You Rusty? in the in the 250, yeah, the guy that played yeah, Rusty. yeah okay
2: yeah yeah, yeah. Mm, to a some bit extent. a bit I guess like he 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 I feel like he was good casting for Rusty mm. um because one one thing about the original films is in each film the two children are played by different actors ah. so every film has has like a different set of of a son and a daughter basically um but i i feel like he is a good casting for rusty um but the original to me is a classic it's a whole chicken for me um there's so many times like in in day-to-day life that i i quote it or me and my family will quote it um so like if 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 we're in a car and we see something dodgy happen we'll be like roll them up like like the whole scene when he goes when they end up in the ghetto mm. and they hear a gun drop and they're like okay roll them up roll up your windows uh, we bust that a lot of times or wh- the whole scene like the ending when they get to Wally World and it's closed and so he goes and gets a gun and comes back and like hijacks that the security guard and they they have a a fun time and and he like he's he's, he's like losing it. Clark is losing it. And he's like, we're going to have, we're going to have so much fucking fun. Like, hallelujah. And just just all of that type of stuff. Like we quote that a lot in, in, in in our day-to-day life. So to me, that that's, that's the superior vacation movie to me. Um, But the new one, the new one was definitely didn't let me down. Um, I was worried because like the original vacation movies, I hold dear to my heart. Yeah, so yeah. I was happy that that they pulled it off. But the best thing about these movies is is this song, bro. I'm sorry. Can you not like, hear the song? Yeah, kind yeah. of very vaguely.
1: Oh, oh,
2: this song is sick, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. It is as soon as I hear this song, it takes me back to this movie. And in in the new one, when he sees his dad and his mum, who again are, are the original actors, which was nice to see. Mm. Um and obviously, his car's exploded, and he gives him the keys to the original car from the first one. Yeah, cool. and then you hear this music start playing, and like and I, that just that to me just made me feel so good. Like I was so happy about mm. that. Um, it was a nice little reference, a little callback to the original movie. Yeah, uh, the intro
1: was also that that song. Was the intro that song
2: as well for the, the new one? Yeah,
1: yeah, the new one. there, the, the intro was the song as well.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See that it has to be it has to be that that is the song of the franchise you know? it is p-
1: because they also had pictures from the old movies and things that way you saw you know random things happening and they added a few more
2: that's
1: um, true yeah. Here and there. so yeah all, all in all it was very very good uh homage to the to the original vacation mm.
2: all right no no you need to watch the rest now you need to watch no Christmas.
0: listen i don't April, have I, I i barely had time for this i had to sacrifice <laughs> um black summer for this um, mm. um yeah, sorry, on to uh, did everyone get to watch America the motion picture? Yeah. Yes. Alright, cool. Uh, America, America. The motion picture. A chain a chainsaw wood. and Joe Washington teens with Bear Loving. With Bear Loving, bro, Sam Adams to take down the Brits on a tongue-in-cheek riff of the American Revolution. Uh, directed by Matt Thompson, written by Dave Callahan, starring Channon Tatum. Jason Manzukis, Olivia Munn, um Bobby Moyhein, Jody yeah. Greer, Will Forte, Raul Max Trujillo, uh Kill, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Kill, Killer Mike, uh Simon Pegg, Andy Serberg, Carlos Alaz. Uh, I'm sorry, guy. I'm not gonna try A and- L <laughs> A Z R A Q U I. Uh Jason Barnes, Dave Callahan, Kristen Denali, Jeff Fasner, Kevin Gallis, and many more. Um, This was fun. I didn't love it, considering I'm a big fan of the founding fathers of who uh, made this. So by that, I mean, it was done by the guys that made Archer, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, The Expendables, and Magic Mike. And you could feel the influence of those movies all over this. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna give it a half chicken. I you know what I, I watched. It, I just I just wasn't in love with it. Like I I, I chuckled a couple of times, but it just I don't I don't know. It just wasn't me in it. And uh, Artie saying what because he you know would assume that I would liked it a bit more. So I'm yeah. thinking that you did. Uh, what did you think of this?
2: I I really enjoyed it. Um, it's it it was a nice surprise. I wasn't expecting it to to enjoy it this much. Mm. Um. But like you said from the creators of it it, it obviously was going to be good like i'd I'd give this a free piece mm-hmm. um i liked the characterizations of, of all the different people there was obviously a lot of liberties taken mm-hmm. in yeah. terms of of the history but like i mean for example abraham lincoln was the 16th president george washington was the first but in this show abraham lincoln is the one that inspired George Washington. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I think I think George Washington died before Abe Lincoln was even born. So there was a lot of liberties taken with, yeah. with the historical accuracy of this. Thomas Edison was a Chinese woman. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, but I don't know, to me it, it worked. Like if you just take it for what it is, it was funny. Like, do you know what I mean? It, it's not meant to be historically accurate. Although accurate. saying that the type of generation we're living in now. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of kids watch this and think this is the real history of America <laughs>
1: um,
2: I mean you've got Geronimo in there which was cool like yeah. there's a lot of classic like American historical figures but just all kind of thrown together into this just madness of a, of a movie um, but no I really liked it I think was his name Sadukis? Su- Jason Sadukis. What's Jason, his name? Yeah,
1: Jason Mad- Manzukis.
2: Manzukis. Again, he's got a sick voice for animation, <laughs> and he ended up being Uncle Sam, which was cool. Um, yeah. Uh, I think Simon Pegg was King James, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. I mean, his voice was, uh, and um, Andy was it not Andy Circus? San- Wasn't Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Samberg. Yeah, was Benedict Arnold Mm. which again both of them were quite unrecognisable like Andy Samba's got quite a good British accent do you know what I mean Mm. so that was quite cool Um, there was a lot of references to movies like Nana I'm glad you watched Reservoir Dogs before you saw this Mm. because did you get that reference when they went to the dream scene Uh, they was in they was in the Reservoir Dog warehouse no you didn't get that no I didn't Okay, well, yeah. When when he was like, "Why is it so shitty?" and he's like, "Oh, we run out of money." Like, you know, th- th- I was going to do this whole dream sequence where he was fighting a hydra and shit, but <laughs> you know. Uh, and yeah, that that was the Reservoir Dogs warehouse where you've even got the chair and the the record player and the little slope. You didn't you didn't clock that? No, I didn't clock that at all. Oh, yeah. No, I i know maybe I just clocked that. Um the whole thing with the horse and him becoming like a Robocop horse at the end was cool. Yeah, that was jokes. Yeah. Um, I really like this. Like I said, it's a free piece from me. Uh, I haven't got much more to say about it, to be honest. Um, the one thing I didn't like was this joke that kept repeating. They used it too many times. Um, it was funny at first. It was funny it was the second time, but by the third, fourth, fifth time, I was like, like, you've used that joke. Make another joke. And that's the one where they're like, like, considering time, the timeline of this film is just fucked up, mm. um, sometimes they've got, like, references to, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's got... Not a hockey table. What's that, like... The ice hockey... You know the ice hockey um, see, table Yeah, yeah, He's playing that at one point. Like, there's neon lights and... and or, do you know what I mean? And electricity and jetpacks and Big Ben robots and... So it's, it's, it's like, in a way, it's like that. What was that movie, th- that show about the black samurai that we watched? Yasuke. Yasuke. It's kind of like that in terms of it's, it's got a historical, real-life historical people, but it's just they're just taking liberties of it and making their own thing of it. But anyway, yeah. considering that, yeah, the joke that annoyed that kept annoying me was when someone would be like, someone would say something like, oh, hold the phone. We've got to do this. And then he'd be like, what the fuck is a phone? Or, like, mm. he'd be like, oh, okay. something, something about a car. And then, and then George Washington would be like, what the fuck is a car? Mm. And it's like, okay, that's that's funny the first time, but they did it, like, so many times and in it's this movie. Like,
0: he had chainsaws and
1: stuff, and, like, there was other... T- you know what things, I mean? Yeah. You've got
2: chainsaws, but you don't, Mate, like... It had they mean, double-decker
1: buses in the shape of those uh, walkers from... Yeah. Battle.
2: So it's... It, I don't know, man. Like, it, again, it was funny, but they kept using that same one joke, and that, I was like, oh, like that's a bit lazy, do you know what I mean? For you to keep using that joke. Yeah, but yeah. that's literally like my only, my only thing against this film. Like, I, I, again, I'd give it a free piece, man. I really enjoyed it. Right, cool. Mayan,
1: mm, I'll give it a half chicken. By saying that, I did, I did enjoy this movie. Um, uh, pretty much for the same reasons as, as Tease mentioned. Um, you know, they did take liberties of history, but that doesn't bother me at all, given the fact that you know it was made by creators of Archer. And you know, we've seen we've all seen what happens with Archer. Mm. Um, given the content as well, I, I, basically, anything with uh, Jason Jason Mazzukis in this, you know, is going to be wildly like weird at, mm. at, at best. Um, but I do like the fact that they were just not. <laughs> They were just they were funny with the jokes. For example, when Geronimo said uh, before he teams up with them, he says, "I don't know if I just team up for you guys." I'm paraphrasing, but I don't know if I just team up for you guys. Like, something so, someone tells me we're going to get screwed over. I'll have a six minutes about this. Someone's going to haunt my descendants for four years to come. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, 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 nothing's going to happen like that. Blah blah. <coughs> right. <laughs> I was, like, was like, okay, so if I help you guys, you're going to take your you're going to take the land back from King James. You're going to give that land speed, right? But you're like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Do you know what I mean? I thought that was hilarious because mm. obviously we you all, know, we you know what history and things like that. Um, Killer Mike has the Blacksmith was funny as well when he said, right? For example, when it was when he became when they did that thing where they'll say, okay, cool. Um, Blacksmith, you're gonna be our lookout, blah blah. Right? He was like, stop right there. I'm not gonna be a lookout, <laughs> and you guys do whatever. Give the silver back to me. And I'll make this whole bullet for you by doing none of this shit. And he just walks off. I was like, yes, Kid knew yeah. <laughs> he knew to get involved with these guys. Um, um obviously, um, I don't know what it is about Americans thinking that British people have bad teeth. I mean, I, I think I have a great set of teeth right
2: here.
1: Mm. Uh but um, you know, like with Americans, the right joke that you know, British people have bad teeth and things like that. Which I mean, it it was it was fine. I think it was more funny the way they were turning Americans into British people. And that's just by having them in a vat just full of tea. Hmm. A tea that so-tour people into into British uh, or in, English uh, soldiers. Um, I, I really like the sci-fi stuff in this as well, just because uh, they made Thomas Edison to be an absolute badass with her her gauntlets, um, the, the jetpacks that's have been mentioned. Um, the fact that they keep calling her a witch, and she's like, I'm not a witch, I'm a scientist, blah, blah and you know she tries she goes a bit nerdy and starts so explaining subatomic particles and they're like yeah 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 we do to really hear that noise yeah, yeah cool cool whatever um I, lo- I, I, I really like the references um with certain comedies i like it where they reference other other uh, source materials um for example last week when we when we mentioned um the um oh uh, was it was the assassin's wife's bodyguard and I said, Oh, in his dream sequence, you could have had other assassins from other movie franchises. So I was thinking, uh, uh that's, that's my thinking. So here was nice the week that, you know, they reference Star Wars, they referenced the reference, the Charles Porter, um, they referenced the whole of other stuff that I can't remember off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the voice acting. So, you know, Simon Pegg was, uh, Oh, Simon Pegg was Kim James. Um, Obviously, we, we we know that um, we had Killer Mike as Blacksmith, aka also known as John Henry, um, Will Fort, uh, Judy Greer. So all all, the, all those people are, are great actors in their own rights, and uh, yeah, seeing their times come through and animated form was, was absolutely, it was, was really good to see. Um, only things I didn't like was that the story didn't really grip me as much because it started I don't know. I just felt a bit too Americanized for me because obviously they had, they had the frat parties and whatnot. Also, yeah, they had the dead um, British jokes yeah, well, th- and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, this
0: this was definitely for an American audience. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Fourth know, of July coming r- around the corner, which is actually the day of us recording. It's,
1: yeah, exactly. It, it's exactly for them. Yeah. So all that, all that for me, for me personally, was lost on me because you know, in the UK we don't have that kind of lifestyle, but so. Uh, fun to see um even seeing uh sam adams being this black frat boy um who, yeah i thought that was funny and yeah all or, or, or no it's, it's a good watch uh, it's not something a lot of people be returned to as much or get you a know, raving about but it's a decent watch especially if you want to kill time you just want to watch something stupid in the background or whatever mm. i i feel like i feel like the
2: american audience may really love this and and I wouldn't mind seeing like a sequel or a continuation of this myself. I like, I really enjoyed it. And with the whole like frat boy kind of mentality of it, like mm. I feel like this movie was very self-aware and, yeah. and it was kind of mocking. It, it it was like glorifying, but mocking America at the same time, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool because even at the end, once they won, and they were like, "Yeah, America!" Yeah, I thought I was like, oh, this is it. It's going to end like this—a big firework show—and America's the best, and we're here to save the world now. America's here." But then, like, but then they were like, "Okay, can we have the guns back?" And they were like, "No, you can't have my guns." <laughs> and then the Indians are like, "So we're getting our land back, right?" And they're like, "Oh, I don't know." And then everyone just starts arguing. What? Like, what? There's a gay guy and some
1: everyone's. Some
2: Fucks him up, and then and then George Washington is like, "Oh, we're gonna fuck this up, aren't we?" exactly. Yeah.
1: That was that was absolutely funny.
2: I thought that was a great ending because, again, like it shows such self-awareness and the fact that they're they're um because America's known for being, "No, oh, we're the fucking best." Like, don't fuck with America. Like, we're so we're the greatest country in the world.
0: Mm. Yeah, and he has decided
2: to cut
1: out. Awesome. I has got on a, on a massive well, this so
2: for this movie to like Sorry, play t- t- you cry out
1: yeah you, you cry out of your best time <laughs>
2: yeah you out your- again yep you did yeah I just thought it was clever do you know what I mean that they that they America's known for saying it's the best country and the characters say like that kind of stuff but then through the actions, you can see it's really not. So I just thought that was clever, like, self-awareness kind of commentary on their own kind of mentality. So I thought I was... I appreciated that.
0: Mm. Uh, I, I'm going to quickly talk about this one because I, I, I watched it. Too Hot to Handle um, was season two. It was split. They gave us f- four episodes, little tease, and then they gave us the remaining episodes. Um, I actually enjoyed the season a lot more than season one because these people were... Just, I wanna say they awful people but they just had a lot They their restraint wasn't as great as season one in season one majority of the other people you know had a lot of self-restraint they grew you could see that like from when they entered the show to how how they left the show they became bare people in this one like majority of them just you know like fuck it I'm gonna break the rules I'm gonna have sex I'm gonna do whatever I'm not gonna really get in touch with my fe- emotions and feelings um and I, I like some of the characters, like facial expressions and like just in terms of, like when something happens, yeah, like they react how you would react in most of the time in that situation. So if someone throws shade, like one of the girls will give the another person a day look in it. And yeah. um, also they mix it up this, this season where only one person got the prize money, and what I thought was a mate like a nice little twist. Yeah, it was like they nominated the three people they thought had like had had shown the most growth. Yeah, and then the rest of the contestants had to vote to who they thought deserved the rest of the money. Um, I think the prize pot at ended up was fifty five k, which only fifty five k from hundred k to fifty five k. Yeah, because these lot like uh, I said at one point, yeah, they were down to like twenty five k, and then um, one oh. of the one of the couples had to um. Um, like going like a like a super romantic venue and if they could mm. manage to like not sleep with each other during that that time they got um like 30k back and what's funny yeah is because like when they went to bed imagine they went and grabbed like um like a sofa and like placed it in between them in the bed so they wouldn't touch each other um, yeah. and i was happy with who won it um, I tweeted about the show and one of the girls from the show Melinda who was like the start of the season um, actually liked my tweet so that kind of gassed me up a bit um, but I know it's garbage TV yeah, and I, and I am one that doesn't normally do reality TV but I'm telling you this show is funny it's entertaining like I would highly recommend it man 100% the whole chicken mm. you should watch it you should watch it for Tina oh I don't want to no, but you should. I'm telling you, you'll both love it. Like you probably talk so much shit about the show, yeah, that before you realize, you're like actually enjoying it.
1: Yeah, I can see myself doing. Just chatting their shit about. It. It's like, why the fuck did you do that? What, what, she like,
0: what, what? Season one, yeah. Season one is jokes. One of the guys yeah Kel's, yeah. He he um probably doesn't now, but he used to play for London Warriors, mm-hmm. and um, he's just really entertaining. Like he he is, I think, like the black guy that we most of us would be in the show and be like. Why are you guys fucking with my money? Like, we have an opportunity <laughs> to make a lot of money. Why can't yeah. you resist? Why are you thinking with your penis? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, mm. So, yeah, I would highly recommend it and I would love to hear your thoughts on season one and season two if you ever get the time to watch it. Um, don't think about it. Last week, I for- completely forgot about Bad Batch and Murdoch. Uh, I watched episode nine and ten. Um, mm. I greatly enjoyed these episodes. I think since, like, episode eight maybe lot um i feel like the show's just ramping up and like it's like moving at a fast pace and i'm enjoying it um and it's like back to form kind of like almost as good as how like the the first episode was uh really enjoying it i like that episode 10 you had what, was it was episode 10 episode 10 is when cad bane showed up and they and then you also had um uh oh, the other bounty hunter woman
1: uh fennec
0: yeah that that was really cool. Like you know, high action, very fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm gonna give the last two episodes. I've watched a free piece. Uh, what about you?
1: Um, yeah, this season. So this episode, of bad batch. Um, I enjoyed. Um, I really like. I really liked Omega in this one in particular, just because she was doing more than just being. I don't want to say a damsel in distress, but just you know, be annoyance or so being kidnapped to whatnot um yeah i i mean I, I i i generally enjoyed the enjoyed the episode as a whole um i did watch you i was super tired so i can't remember too much of it but i was just seeing you know seeing the fact that um um she became a bit more useful in an aspect on her own by the way um you know finding useful her as a, as a strategist Again, I don't want to say that she's force sensitive, but I just have a fee, I have an inkling that's something that's... Well, yeah, it's, it's Star, Wars, it's Star Wars, Wars, Wars,
0: Wars, isn't it? Is it's set. Star Wars,
1: exactly, exactly. And that would have been why she's so after as well. Mm. I feel like it
2: would be too much, though, for her to be uh, an exact... Basically, like, a female Boba Fett and be force sensitive as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And after we've just had the re- revealed that She's like a pure clone of, um, of Django, oh, like the way Boba Fett was. Um, so then to, to for it to be revealed that she's also force sensitive, I feel like would be a lot. Yeah. Um, it, it could, they could have done the force sensitive reveal without saying that she's a pure clone or whatever. Although maybe it's like a, um, what's it called? Like a, a red herring or like a, um, Like a distraction from what the actual reveal that's coming because at the moment we think they're after her so much because of her status as a clone Mm -hmm. and that maybe they can clone more um, clone troopers from her DNA or whatever. Uh,
1: So I think it's all of it being a prerequisite to the experiments that we'll see from um, uh, Palpatine. Um, just because yeah. the Kaminoans obviously yeah, because the Caminoans obviously have um are very, very good at um um uh, genetic manipulation. Mm. So if they're able to grant someone with again, we know about Star Wars Medaclorians and, and things like that, but if they're able to grant someone with a midichlorian count, for example, then you can see that as a very, very early stage in the production of clones for Palpatine. Um this isn't really a spoiler, I mean uh, yeah. Season uh, episode nine of uh, Star Wars has been out for ages now, so mm. if you haven't seen it by now. I don't even I don't know what to tell you, but yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's what that's what I think. Yeah, um, it's true. Also, also, also um, Snoke like well. Yes, yes, because Snoke is a clone of uh, of uh, Palpatine. Mm. Yeah. Um. To add as well, in this episode, we we obviously see um, uh, I can't remember his first name, but we see uh leader sing. Um, yeah. and how the Empire has basically commandeered the the planet, but obviously for everyone to keep the peace, they wanted to make a speech about how the Empire are actually there to help them and things like that, X, Y, Z. So it shows very early on the kind of rebellion that was happening against the Empire, you know what I mean? From um, it being the um, Galactic Republic to now it being obviously a dictatorship, um uh, um in a sense, you know, where you have full on full armies being deployed in certain areas to just quash rebellions and uh yeah, stop people from, you know, gathering together, uh, um revolting against the Empire, things like that. So it was a good this was a good episode in this aspect as well. Um just to see that not everyone was happy with the Empire taking over. Um there'll definitely be some mm. friction and we're bound to see more of that friction. Obviously we've seen it in, in previous episodes, um episode two for example. Um so yeah, well, we're bound to see more more episodes like this where, you know, disgruntled people have nothing What won't, won't be able to do much besides follow the Empire. Um, small rebellions here and there. Um which will probably lead into the formation of the of the um rebel alliance. Um so yeah I mean still 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 very very good. Um yeah, not much.
0: Not much more I can say about this. <laughs> nice. Uh, TGFF, say uh, you want anything more you want to add to Bad back episode nine and ten?
2: Um, no, I, I liked it as well. I'd, I'd give it maybe a three piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think every episode kind of falls around the three piece kind of, except for the the first episode was a whole chicken. Yeah. Yeah. And since I, then, I agree. since then, I feel like it's kind of like it started off with a bang and then it's just kind of coasted from then, but mm-hmm. still very high quality show. Very good. Um, very good show. Uh, like, like mine said, I think it's good that Omega has kind of been revealed to be more useful. She's like a, a master strategist. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where they take that. Uh, she's paid off their debt now by, by playing that little game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, that could mean that maybe we're going to move on from this location maybe they don't need to work for that for sid anymore yeah. they can yeah. move on and get back to the real story um so that's kind of uh promising as well uh because i i don't now that the, debt, now that the debt's paid i can't see them staying there because they're not like they're not mercenaries they're not guns for hire they didn't want to be there. They they only stayed there to pay their debt, right? So now that the debt's paid, I feel like they're gonna leave. Um and so we should get more of the um, like I said, the real story. Uh and I do like that obviously after watching, I haven't finished Clone Wars still, I'm still on season four. But after seeing some episodes in Clone Wars where like um where like like Padme, his friends with some of the separatists and we go to their planets and we see like not all the separatist planets are evil like they're just planets Mm -hmm. as well like they've just chosen a different side and after um now in this show after seeing like order 66 and seeing how it's the empire has come and knowing who the emperor is and that they really are the evil ones um the separatists are actually like the good ones. Do you know what I mean? Like where in the prequel trilogy, we were made to believe that the separatists were the, were the bad guys. Now it's kind of evident that this whole time they were kind of the good guys. So I thought that was a good, just in touch.
1: Yeah. I mean, once it'll be nice to have a conversation uh, with you, uh, possibly, possibly on a, on an episode of uh, Sunday recording or something like that. I don't know. We might give it, we might do a midweek recording if, if, uh, if, it allows to but yeah um just to get your general take on you know i guess the fall of the jedi um you know palpatine being uh, amazing being an amazing strategy his own right and stuff like that um yeah looking forward, looking forward to what you think after you've seen all the episodes at least after uh season six
0: no 100 <laughs> percent All right, I only managed to watch Modo episode six. Uh, This was a fun episode. Um, The show is getting better again, um, similar to The Bad Batch. Um, I I had a quick little grasp of what episode seven looked like. Uh, And and again, it just looks like that's also going to be really entertaining. Um, I'm glad that it's back on track. And it's like, I'm now once again, kind of like enjoying watching it.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's good. I I watched um the latest episode as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, this episode is really, really, good. Um, it just shows how I guess Petty not just Murdoch is, but also uh his his ex wife. Um, yeah, some more some more funny stuff happens in this. Now, like, have you seen you ever seen this episode? Have you? No,
0: I've seen it. I've seen it. But you you can talk about it. Be, right, literally so... the moment we finish recording. I'll probably be watching it. So yeah, you can talk about it.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> So you have, uh, Wonder Man, um, sort of shacking up with, with, uh, Modoc's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. y- yeah, you, you, you basically find out that Modoc's wife, uh, doesn't really love it, but it's both because she's, he's a famous, uh, uh, celebrity. So yeah. he's sort of, she's sort of using him in a way, mm-hmm. um, for her selfish gains. But I still it, it was- that she's kind of more Modoc-like fucking bitches i know right <laughs> go digging home. No, no. Freaking, freaking freaking jody yeah so, <laughs> so basically um uh wonder man has all he's he's more like he's well known superhero he's got the abs he's got everything and then modok in trying to get her realizes that oh basically go ask his uh daughter his daughter um melissa to give him a makeover, so he's got lip fillers. He's got—it's <laughs> so funny. He made himself ass cheeks using two cushions. I just put the two cushions on the, on his back, <laughs> and he made. And when he came to the red carpet, he made them clap. I was thinking, nah, no, I'm done." This guy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was, it was too funny, um, and all this was done to get her back. But it was weird because it made it out that it was Jody's plan for all this to happen. But actually, it was Bodox's plan. Yeah. to make it think that was Jodie's plan for it to all happen after they <laughs> get back together, which kind of works to towards the end of the episode. You see them sort of get back together again. Um, we don't know officially until the next episode, but yeah. Um, it, was, it was fun to see. So yeah, no, no. Yeah, I, I, you'll be here for quite a few laughs. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, like, once I kind of like,
0: saw like, the description of the episode, was, I was like, okay, this looks like it's going to be entertaining. Um, I just mm. ran out of time. Um, and even I I... Um, I didn't even get a chance to watch Batman: along Long Halloween Part One. Uh, did you? Oh, really? two, did you two guys get to watch it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. All right. So, uh, give your reviews and your ratings, and go into spoilers with it. All right, so yeah,
1: Tia, let you go first. Um, I I liked it.
2: Um, it, it's it's a pretty much um, well, I mean it's an adaptation of the comic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They've made slight slight changes, but nothing too drastic. Um. I personally can't wait for part two. That's that's when the real juicy part of the the story is going to come into it. I don't know if you saw. I posted there was a trailer for part two. I posted that when, in the group. When, when is part when good. is when is part two out? I don't know. I can't tell you. All right. Uh, sure. I don't know. I right. have to double check Sorry. So that.
0: So we can update the doc, so I can try and get
2: on top of it. This one. Yeah. But um, but no, in terms of this one, it's really good. Um, obviously, having read the comic, I kind of know where it's going. Mm-hmm. But they are doing the mystery quite well. Um, it is one of the, in terms of the story, it is one of the one of the better, like one of the more famous Batman stories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's got like this kind of Godfather kind of vibe to it because it's more like about the. The, the like mafia families rather than the, the actual like big supervillains. They kind of come into it more in the, in, in the second half of it. So they're going to be in part two. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I really liked it. I'd, I'd give it a, f- a free piece. Um, yeah. I feel like part two is going to be a whole chicken. Um, I liked the inclusion of the Joker. obviously being a Batman story, the joke is going to pop up in some form somewhere. Um, but yeah, no, I I really liked it. I like the animation style. Um, the like the bold, kind of thick black outlines and stuff is is quite cool. I, I like that it. kind of style. One thing that made the comic so iconic was the um was the art style was mm-hmm. very kind of like uh, I don't even know how to explain it. Like it was a bit trippy, do you know what I mean? It was very like it looked like I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like it didn't, it, it, it wasn't like the best, most realistic looking um, art style. Like yeah, some people might even really look at it. it. Some people might even look at it and say it's shit. Do you know what I mean? But it, it yeah. was intentionally done that way.
1: Mm. Um, in a so, way, the, the outlines are similar to what we saw in, what um, um, oh, the, the last uh, Batman animated Batman movie was the soul of the dragon. In a way, yeah. the outlines were, were similar to that, but the, the animation style was also different from it. Um, yeah. Aspect it's not it's not as clean as you'd see from, for example, um, um, Batman um, Bad Blood or um, oh, I, I forgot the other ones, but the more the more recent ones that we've seen, like Batman um, with um, you know the Bat family and things like that, or Death of the Family, for example. It's it's yeah. not that the animation stuff, but again I agree with T that it's still very very good yeah um, but yeah no I, I enjoyed it I liked
2: it uh, I can't wait for part 2 I um, don't really have much more to say about it to be honest I don't really want to r- ruin anything for you either none of like from the comics or anything um I'd be interested I, I'm, I'm guessing you haven't read the comics no nope alright that's good because I'd be interested to see after watching part 1 who you think Holiday is who you think the um, the holiday killer is, um, because again, obviously that will get revealed in part two. But it is very um, without without
0: seeing anything. Why I want to say it's um the scarecrow.
2: Okay, you think it's scarecrow? Yeah, is, why you, what, you, is it the you, Halloween connection?
0: Yeah, because he's the one that does like the fear toxins, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah,
2: okay, so, yeah that's, with, that's an interesting, without having. Like, Having not seen anything, yeah, that, that I get why you say that. Yeah, um, and then again,
0: the Halloween I, connection because he's like kind of scary and freakish, and
2: mm, yeah, be again, it's not it's it's not called the long Halloween because it's like the majority of this doesn't take place during Halloween. It mm, takes nah. place over, it takes place over a year. Nah. Basically, the, the this this killer, there's a serial killer, mm. and is killing people every holiday so the first one is on halloween Mm. then there's like christmas and new year's and valentine's day and every time Mm. there's a holiday he kills someone uh the reason it's called the long halloween is was is because it it takes place over a year from halloween till basically like the next halloween do you know what i mean so Mm. i think it's even one of the mafia families who who refer to this event as the Long Halloween. Yeah. Um, so it's not like it's not like a Halloween-themed movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's a holiday-themed movie. Right. But so, let again, me, I, let I,
0: me think. I, I, what, what other yeah. villain would find a joke or find making killings on, on, on holidays? The joke. Right, should, the... should I tell you who's in this one? All right, tell me who's in it. Because I was going to say the Joker, right. but that's kind of too obvious. All
2: right, the Joker's in it.
0: Mm, but that's
2: too Cap- obvious. Cap- Catwoman's in it.
0: Yeah, but she don't really kill though, so...
2: Yeah. Um, Harvey Dent's in it. He's not Two-Face yet. Hmm. Oh. Okay, I almost said something, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> uh, Harvey Dent's in it. Let's just put it that way. He's not Two-Face yet. Okay? <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: was that was that a big giveaway there that Two-Face? <laughs> no,
2: no, no. I'm, well, okay. He. This is kind of the origin of Two-Face mm-hmm. in a way. Like, during this event, he becomes Two faced That's okay, cool. but that's not really a spoiler. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, who else is in it? I mean, the Moroni family's in it. The Falcone family's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Solomon Grundy is in it. T- Solomon Grundy's in it. Um, yeah. I think that's it for part one. In part two, you get a lot more of the classic villains, like like Poison Ivy turns up, and um, like a, a lot of the, a lot of the Batman villains turn up in the second half. Riddler's in it. Uh, in the second half, but um but yeah, in terms of the first half that that 's who you get Catwoman, Joe Card, the Moroni family, the Falcone family, Solomon Grundy uh, and harvey Dent hmm. um, there's also a lot like you see like like how it was in in the Dark Knight movie, yeah. where you had like um, Commissioner Gordon, Harvey Dent, and Batman like on the rooftop by the bat signal, kind of talking about what they're going to do that has kind of been taken from this because there's a lot of that in this movie Mm -hmm. you get a lot of like Harvey Dent's kind of um like his family life his wife you see his wife and, and his home life and stuff like that um but yeah I mean really people someone's going around killing off I think it's one of the one of the mafia families someone's going around like killing them off killing off certain mafia members and gangsters and stuff like that. So that's kind of the, the mystery of who is this Who is this guy.
0: All right, so the Joker sounds way too easy. Scarecrow's yeah. not in it. It's Two-Face becoming Two-Face, so I don't think that would have leave on him. Uh, who else did you say was in it? Uh,
2: Catwoman. No, definitely Solomon. Catwoman. Yeah. Um, Solomon Grundy. Nope. Uh, and... And then I think that's it. And then it's just like the mafia families. Like I said, this is this is more kind of around the the gang kind of mafia kind of aspect right. of, of Gotham. Then, based
0: on that information, yeah, and without any seeing it, it's one of the gang families.
2: Okay. Unless, yeah,
0: unless in the second half they introduce Scarecrow or Joker does something that makes me like think that it might be him because he's just doing it for bands. but without any like seeing it and just based on the information you're giving me. It, it's like it sounds like one of the mafia families would do this just to like try and pin it on one of the like traditional villains so they can like you know create some crime elsewhere so maybe like they want Batman distracted while they like pull off bank heists or do some extortion <coughs> and then like I,
2: I, I just remember someone else who's in this one actually sorry um Calendar, oh, yeah.
0: Like calendar man. Well, that throws a monkey into the wrench, doesn't it? You of fucking cool <laughs> yeah. calendar man. I
2: forgot, I forgot. Like that's kind of like a big considering it's a holiday. Color, yeah. Calendar man.
0: In this, you <laughs> might want to have lived with Calendar man. <laughs>
2: yeah. All right.
0: Um. Oh, but then that's so bait, though. Mm. But at the same time, it's a comic book story. Like it's normally is, meant to be kind of bait. Mm -hmm. Uh, you threw a monkey into the whatever the saying is I'm bad with saying today Um, I'm going to stick with one of the gang families just for now and I'll see Mm. how how I go because all the villains just sound like other than Joker doing it for banner, yeah, because I could just see Joker be like, "I'm gonna <laughs> kill someone every holiday just because I can." Um, <laughs> and then Calendar Man just sounds way too obvious. Like it's literally like in the name. Like yeah, <laughs> way too obvious. Um. So so what did you say? What did you rate this And, the mind? Did you get a turn?
1: A turn, uh, nah. Alright, so Thomas, what's um, your rating? Yeah, I'd rate this a three piece.
0: Alright, Mind, what's yours like views and your rating?
1: All right, so I'm gonna give us a three piece. Um, so I think this takes place after Batman Year One. The reason why I'm saying that is because in this uh, movie, part one of this movie, Batman isn't the best detective yet. Uh, the way, um, the way I guess uh, crime, or, well, people who involve the in criminal activity um, are able to know that Batman's inexperience as being a detective. They say that, oh, Batman, aren't oh, supposed to be the great, the great detective and stuff like that? You can see that he's he's making mistakes still, um, which is fine because we know later on um, he hasn't become the, the great detective. Um, but you can tell he's definitely still learning here. Um, I really like the fact that at one point, Alfred is able to, to do what Batman does best and sort of leave people talking or leave, leave the room as people are talking. And then they turn around and go, Oh, I hate when well, he does that. So it was great that Alfred managed to did that to him, which was pretty cool. Um obviously Batman uh does that to uh um Commissioner Gordon as well, which shows that you know he is something that he's learning to uh learn to do, just sneak away. Um I really like the story because it's not one of those Batman movies where it's all about Batman, the Bat family. It's all about it's more about, um, like T said, the um the syndicate, the mafia's around Gotham and you could tell that someone, whoever it is, is trying to pit Mafia family against Mafia family and obviously I, in in the in the schism that will be left or the whole that'll be left, they'll obviously fill it. Um I think it's a really good way of telling the story because you have Harvey Depp, for example, who tries his best to stick to the, to the rule of law. Um, even to the point where he's tempted by a huge load of money and he says, he says to Batman, I mean, you know, it is justice, but I could take this. And Batman says, that's the worst the why we're here. Let's burn it. Obviously, <coughs> it's, um, it's um, Harvey Dent who ends up burning the money and whatnot. Um, but it shows that he does have his little temptations there, uh, but he's able to um, obviously go along what we what we deem to be the right path is and act accordingly. Um, I think it's... it's a great way of seeing Harvey Dent as well, just because you get to see, like he said, again, more of Harvey Dent's, um, life, um, him, you know, you see there's there interactions with him and other criminals he's put behind bars. and they say, okay, the two people here put me behind bars one to be Batman one want to be Harvey Dent. Um, so yeah, I mean I I gave us a solid a solid three piece. Um obviously we we see Batman in car chases, we see him beating down enemies and things like that. He still does take hits here and there as well because you could tell that he's still inexperienced in a sense, but more experienced than he was in Batman Year One, the movie Batman Year One, if you've seen that now. Um It's but, interesting to see, sorry, yeah. just to cut you off as well,
2: because you mentioned burning the money. Yeah. It's interesting to see just how much influence was taken from this story in the dark knight movie it's true obviously it's true. i didn't really i'd never i never like connected the dots there but the whole scene because obviously it was the joker that did it in mm. the dark knight but he had the pile of money that belonged to the the the, the gang families and he set that on fire yeah. you have obviously batman harvey dent and commissioner gordon meeting on the rooftops so there's a lot of um a lot of it's like, like parallels,
1: yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um. So yeah, part two there'll be a lot more reveals. Um, but like I said, it's it's interesting because rather than looking at say Batman and what Batman does, it's more story around the families. Um, it, the movie does well in in sort of letting you guess who is who, so or who is who it is that's, you know, might be the culprit because we see even within families, um there are people who want to become leader of, say, the Falcon family or um leader of whatever other family so, oh t sorry, could you do you mind uh there's a bit of wind and yeah, in your mind so sorry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it it does. It, so the movie does well in sort of you know letting you guess who who it could possibly be. So obviously you'd be thinking oh scarecrow because it's long Halloween, but actually with this with this uh guy we have no idea who he is. Um, he leans behind um a jack o' lantern and it looks weird because it looks like the gun has like a condom on it. I don't know what what that thing is, but it's just such a weird thing to have on, on a gun. It doesn't like it's, um... it's either.
2: It's it's, um, um, it's, it's it's like the um, the nipple of like a baby bottle yeah like, I don't and, see, mm. he's, yeah he's, he's using it as a silencer like okay. they, they, say, they
1: say it's cheap but effective okay um, cool Yeah, this, this looks really weird to me um, so, so yeah it does really well of letting you guess trying to figure <laughs> out who it is because again we say Batman is not as experienced a detective yet so you try, you're basically trying to solve the crime with Batman in a way which I think is really good because you that doesn't tend to happen in Batman movies. Batman just, you know, gets it instantly or doesn't, mm. uh, you know, connects dots here, here and there. So yeah, this is good for doing that. So no, no I highly recommend you watch it. Um, so without me ranting anymore, three piece, um, good animation, story is story is very very good. Um, actually allows to take part in a detective work. Mm. So I recommend it to it. Uh, I recommend. It, period. You're you're right about that as well, because
2: usually, even if Batman doesn't um, solve it straight away, us as the audience at least know who it is, and Mm. it's about watching Batman figure it out. But like you said in this one, us as the audience can take part in trying to figure it out as well. Um, And considering this is like one story run, um, I think it might be like 12 or 13 issues in the comics, um, and they've broken up into two parts. They, they chose a very good place to end the first part. Um, and yeah, they, they chose a very, I'm just going to say that. They chose a very good place to end the first part. Um, and then in part two, obviously there's, there's, it gets even more speculation. I mean, you have different characters having their own theories about who it is and it, it really like ramps up in the second half. So part two, <laughs> I feel is going to be even better.
0: Yeah, no, again, I just ran out of time. Um, crazy weekend. One of the last things that I'll mention is that is my boy Ashley stabbed you last night. And yeah, we we turned up. So <laughs> um, next couple of weekends, I'm going to be doing stuff for his wedding. So uh, I might not have as much time to watch stuff as normal. And then obviously, oh, God, blimey, I'm back to work. My driving instructor's on permanent early. So I'm literally starting at like 4 o'clock in the morning getting done by like 12 one o'clock but i'm so knackered that i'm getting and then i pretty much just fall asleep so it will take me a while to get my body used to this new new life and then the weddings are taking away some of my viewing time but it is what it is um i'll be back hopefully watching everything as much as possible um as i normally do all right uh let's go big t what have we not talked about that you've got in your week uh
2: we basically covered everything i've watched rick and morty so the opposite is loki bad batch batman my friend i said what have we
0: not talked about and you bring out the
2: stuff that we talked about go to the thing that we ain't talked about (laughs) (laughs) all right so the one thing on my list that we haven't talked about because i don't think any of you guys would have seen it it's a movie on netflix called american mary yeah um it's like a weird kind of horror-ish thriller kind of movie Um, It's about this woman, Mary, she's like a a surgeon, she's like a a student, surgeon, whatever you call them, Um, and basically she's like struggling for money and and all this stuff, and basically ends up in like the dark, like underground world of like uh, body modification. Mm -hmm. So people like, it starts off, her first one, uh, this woman, she wants she wants to be a Barbie doll, basically. She's like had all this plastic surgery and like, like it's funny because like her lips barely move, <laughs> like she's so plastic. Like yeah. they they get that kind of shit on point. But the surgeon that read that she specifically wants her to do is to remove her nipples. Oh God! Because Barbie don't have no nipples. She's got tits but no nipples, mm-hmm. and make herself like smooth down there. If that makes sense, like she doesn't want an opening an opening. Yeah. She don't want nothing down there. She wants to be smooth Barbie doll, no nipple tits. And like they offer her so much money that she's like, all right, I'll I'll, I'll do it. And then from there, like she just gets into that world and she becomes like this, this famous in the underground, this famous surgeon, all these gangsters actually end up becoming scared of her because, because she's a surgeon, she knows how to torture you properly. Do you know what I mean? Like not just torture you, but keep you alive, keep you from getting infections, just cause you pain. But like, do you know what I mean? But do it clean, mm. because at one point she gets invited to a party by her um one of her te- not not teachers, but like one of the surgeons at the hospital where she's like doing her studies um one of the surgeons is like oh yeah we're having a party or whatever just come round. i mean loads of people are going to be there blah, blah 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 so she goes there and then they keep like giving her these drinks in it and i'm already thinking like you're dumb why are you drinking these drinks like you sh- as a woman you should know pour your own drinks in it like never yeah. take a drink from someone you don't know and she just keeps taking these drinks and drinking it and then of course like they've put something in her drink she starts, like, feeling, like, lightheaded and, like, she got roofied or something and then the the guy, like, rapes her, basically. Like, takes her to bed and rapes her. Mm. Mm. And so she's like, okay, you dickhead, watch. And then she gets him, like... Like I said, because she's become, like, a big name in the underground, mm. she's got connections, like, to gangsters. So she arranges for people to get him. They get him, kidnap him, take him to a location, and she just tortures him, like not just tortures him but she uses him as practice for all like the procedures that she's going to do on other people. Yeah. So like some people um it's called like voluntary uh, uh, what's it called when when like you have to get like your leg amputation. Yeah. Voluntary amputation um teeth removal, teeth filing, horns, you know like where they put hooks into the skin of their back and stuff. Yeah. All this shit. So she basically uses him as her like test dummy and does all these different things on him. And by the end, he's like some fucked up guy. He's like his his mouth is sewn up. He's got no tongue. He's like hanging from these hooks. He's got no arms, no legs. He's just fucked up in it. Like he's fucked up beyond belief. And like it's just a fucked up film. Like anyone that's into fucked up horror movies like that. I, I, yeah. I'd I'd recommend it for people that are into that kind of stuff. Um I didn't expect it to be quite as like what it was. I thought it would be something else, but it was entertaining still. Uh I'd only give I'd give it a half chicken. Like right? it wasn't nothing amazing, but for what it was, it was entertaining. But I know I know neither of you are gonna go watch it. <laughs> yeah, nope,
0: this is out of my zone completely. Yeah. Out of my zone. Right. Yeah. Cool. Um, Yeah, that's
2: that's it, man. Everything else we've covered that
0: I've watched. Well, why you didn't put nothing in your notes. I'm assuming you ain't gone like...
1: Uh, That we watched? Um, That I've watched, sorry. Yeah. Uh, um, (coughs) No, so the only thing I've watched um, is the final episode of uh, Summer Spider, So What? So, that one was, you know, a a very, very good ending to to the series. Um... We see uh, Kumago go up against, um, you know, a really, really strong enemy. Um, discovers something about this enemy that she remembers from a text that she read um, in in th- about the new world. Um, so yeah, epic fights, epic transformations, um, and yeah, I think th- a cool little thing at the end. I don't want to ruin it because no, nah, no, nah, um, I, I yeah, really want to like, watch all I'm, 24 I'm, episodes. I'm so. still on, like
0: episode 16, man. I've just not. Ha- like we've had so much content coming out um yeah back to work gaming well i've not even been gaming as much which i need to get back on um mm. but like i said for the most part i'm going to be skipping the spring anime release um uh, other than maybe tokyo revengers and when the summer slate starts i will be watching the summer slate stuff um, cool. um so, yeah. so
1: um so the honest student at magic high school which is um uh, oh, what's I'm looking for? It's it's based on the um, oh, what's the the oh, I'm just, I'm struggling to remember the name of it. I think it's the irregular at Magic High School series. It's it's a uh, offshoot of that.
0: Oh, um, you know I still, still, haven't coconut, got, I, still so. I still haven't watched season two of that, and I remember you telling me about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is, this is purely about the honor students. So you'll have a sister there. You'll have a few other uh, characters from the main show there. Um, what, what's so the heavy female uh, cast. What's um, the title of so this one? Cause I, need
0: to add, I, I need to add that to my list because I love season one. Um, mm-hmm. I completely forgot about the season two that you told me about. Yeah. And um, I will be down to watch like a spin-off season as well.
1: Okay, so it follows the events of the original uh, series as seen through the eyes of Yuki Shiba, who is Tatsuya's sister, mm-hmm. and the rest of the on-roll students. Um, there's another one that started um, recently as well, called... Um, so the name is Gejusushugi Shugi Ukoku Sakenki. So that, in English... <laughs> <laughs> that in English, I believe, is the... So off the top of my head, the um how a realist hero rebuilds the kingdom. So this is an anime that I spoke about in a, in a few previous recordings. Yeah. Um. So we have this um anime that's uh, been released. So season one is available. Um. I don't believe it's available on Crunchyroll Funimation, but it's available online. Mm. Um. So it's for all news to go have a look at. But it's one that's now airing in Japan. Um, so yeah, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to the series. I haven't started, I have started watching it yet, but I'm very much looking forward to, um, seeing what this Sakai is going to be about. Yeah. Um, I also have to jump on Shaman King. I haven't seen the latest episode of Shaman King or Tokyo Revengers. Mm. Um, or even so Shaman uh,
0: King I'm probably just going to wait for that to drop on Netflix because uh this week I'm going to be watching Godzilla's Singular Point because that's finally on Netflix so yes, I'll be finally yes, yes. reviewing that um hopefully next week and giving my thoughts on that one
1: alright and um, yeah that's it for me Um other than that uh, this week I've been playing Outriders I hit level 30 last night so yeah you banged that, that, that
0: game out boy I played it once so we played a demo together and that's it I ain't touched it since man I, <laughs> I just need to get work done and then, you know, set up a proper set up so I cycle stream and play games and just, you know, get back mm. on it. But when there's like a gazillion things to watch, a gazillion podcasts to listen to, like I'm training American football and I'm, I, you know, I'm trying to get back in the gym there for me right now, there's not enough time in the day for me to get everything done, but it is what it is. Uh, Stevie yeah. couldn't make it today because, um, he got his second jab and he was feeling a bit under the weather. Uh So he's got Happy on his list. Uh Very, very funny. Very, very violent. He gives a whole chicken. Yeah. List. Uh, happy
1: am- is the is the one with the unicorn, isn't it? That's what yeah. I can see. Yeah. That's a really good series. It mm-hmm. uh, very good.
0: America wasn't feeling it. Half chicken. I'm assuming he means American motion picture. Uh, mm-hmm. Godzilla singular point. He's just put awesome. So again, I can talk to him about it um, next week. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, record of Ragnarok seen two episodes uh he's given a free piece so far and he just put football and football england because obviously england beat ukraine 4-0 yesterday and are into um the final round all right so you know while i've got it this here uh i'm going to talk about it now because i will forget um even though that's kind of thrown off my schedule a little bit um tomorrow war um that finally came out i completely forgot it was coming out. Um, so I managed to watch this yesterday. Uh did anyone else able to see Tomorrow War?
1: No, I thought sure I was able to see it. Uh, yeah,
0: I watched it. I watched it last night. You watched it last night. I wanna give no spoiler so we can maybe talk about it properly when Martin if Martin gets up opportunity to watch it for next week. Uh Tomorrow mm-hmm. War, uh two hours and twenty minutes long. Uh, a family man is drafted to fight in a future war where the fate of man relies on his ability to confront the past. Um now, I shot on this trailer. Uh, Kay told me that I should, you know, not, you know, go in with an open mind. Um, I did kind of want to do an episode with her on, but just timing and stuff would just, it it may not have worked. And I I was just basically shit at organizing myself in it. <laughs> um So this stars Chris Pratt as Dan Forrester, Yvonne Starfoski as Colonel Murray Forrester, J.K. Simmons who was swole as fucking this movie as James Forrester, uh <laughs> Betty Gilpin as Emily Forrester, Sam Richards as Charlie, Jasmine Matthews as Lieutenant Hart, Edwin Hodge as Dory Do- Doreen? Doreen? D- Dorian? That just doesn't look right. But I'm assuming it's Dorian. Um yeah, um I'ma give this a taste it. I didn't hate it. I didn't love a it. What? I, I taste, taste it. It. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. No. Bye bye.
2: Bye bye. Rugs sure. rug show. Rug show. Rug you, show. You can't call your you <laughs> can't call your girl your ex girl's name, bro. Fucked up. show. show.
0: Wow. Wow. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> A half chicken. Oh my days! Do you know what? I feel like I've avoided doing that in so long, but uh, (laughs) it was someone posted on Leftover Army like their rating of this movie, and like I wanted to see what other people thought, and I dropped my rating in it. So yeah, yeah, my bad. Half chicken, half chicken. Um, yeah, it was all right in it, but like, and I did appreciate they explained the time thing. They basically said that you know we're at in the end of the world situation. We've, we're not in a situation where we can test this to see if we can go back further in time or, you know, further forward in time. Like, this is where the time bridge connects us, isn't it? Like, this is where we are. Like, there's nothing that we can do about it. Um, I thought the action was okay. It lacked a an epic action set piece for me to be like, oh, yeah, this is fa- fucking fantastic. Um, mm. I thought, like, for the most part, the story was fine. Um, the creature designs were cool um i you know there were little bits where i felt like if this creature has a certain amount of weakness why do you not have better weapons i felt like their weapons weren't good enough for the situation and i like it's a hard one because obviously it's an alien race and you never understand like how what their texture of skin is and how durable they are in it but like i didn't feel like the way they presented this these creatures um Made it out like the weapons that we have now couldn't take it out. Oh. Um, like with um a quiet place, like it was pretty much you know unless they open their face and you shot them at like in in their face. The rest of them was like um, what you call it, uh, invincible, indestructible. indestructible. Thank you, that's the better word, indestructible. <laughs> where this it just felt like you know. You could shoot them and do damage to them, but if you really wanted to, like, kill them, it was just the neck and the ch- and underneath their belly, which for the Ooh. most part f- felt like majority of the time was exposed anyway. Um, and again, certain things were just like predictable in it. Like he's gonna go to the future. He's gonna see someone that he knows from his present, um, his present timeline in a sense. <laughs> and also, again, I did like the whole kind of like sacred timeline kind of thing, where like if you go back in time and you change something like the whole timeline changes and that timeline in a sense never ever exists so i thought that's pretty cool um um
2: i don't know about that well yeah we don't don't know i feel like i feel like it i i feel like it was more like um marvel's kind of definition of of the timelines where If you go back in time and change something, it doesn't change your timeline of the future. The future stays the same, Mm. but all you're doing is affecting the past and kind of creating a different timeline, if that makes sense. Mm. That's what I got from it. I got more from it
0: because then why would he have wanted to go back into the future
2: if he would have avoided that future? That's, that's the, that's exactly why he wanted to go back to the future. Because if he could just go to the past mm. and, and like, in a sense, like stop the war from starting before it even happens, mm. then essentially everyone he met or like the the person he met in the future, mm. like if he goes back into the past and changes it, then the the person who he met in the future is essentially like saved do you know what i mean mm. like doesn't have to go through that but he was like all right i'm gonna go back and then i'm gonna come back to the future to help you because even if he goes back and changes it mm. her the, the the future timeline still exists do you know mm. what i mean it's still like it's running parallel to our timeline if that makes sense okay. so it's like even if you go back and change something in the past like if you if you go back to your present, yeah, and stop this war from ever happening, it in the future in their future where they've come back from, they're still at war. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't change their past because if you think about it, the the story, the story that um, Oh, how can I say this without like spoiling anything? Um, basically, yeah. If if they was to it, if they in the future have been taken all these people from the from the past, yeah mm-hmm. to come and join their war, then surely like then surely that would have happened in their past, no Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm, no so i right, I don't have to explain this basically, I don't think them them coming to the past. Anything that they now do in the past, which is Chris Pratt's present, I don't think changes the future for the people that have come from the future. If that makes sense, it changes their future. So, like Chris Pratt, obviously knows his future because of he went to the future. So he knows what's coming, mm. so he can, he can stop the war from starting. But that doesn't mean the people from the future of the war that doesn't mean that their timeline just phases out and it never happened it's still happening do you know what i mean just like in avengers like if they go back in time and like take a take a uh change anything in the past it doesn't change their timeline Mm. do you know what i mean that's kind of what i got from it because he made a big deal like when they were like oh you can go back to the past and stop this war from ever happening he was like but I don't want to just leave you here. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can go and do that, and then I'll come back and help you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because their war will still be going on. It's just changing the future for his timeline. Mm. No, that's fair. That's fair, but, that's fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 That's how That's how I took it. But again, time. that's why time travel movies are hard, isn't it? They're up for interpretation, I guess. Yeah. So it, it could be taken anyway.
0: Yeah. Uh, what was what was your um? Uh, no, let me read out Stevie's. Uh, he said he saw Tomorrow War Half Chicken, uh, pretty, but a bit generic. Lot of bad plot decisions, mission DL, and felt like it could have ended much earlier in the story to set up A following film, yeah, I agree with him there. I think, so. What's your rating? Because I think Half Chicken is a fair rating. Yeah, Half
2: Chicken is a fair rating. Um. Uh. I don't know. I'd give it a half chicken as well, but I don't know. I actually feel like it is, is somewhere like in between a half and a free piece, but it doesn't quite reach a free piece. Mm. So I'd have to give it a half chicken. Um, I do feel like it did explain a lot of the questions that we had from the trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't they just go to a time before the war started and do things then? They explained that, like you said, the way their time travel works it's like mm. it's like a wormhole between this thirty year distance. You can't go anywhere in between or anywhere else, yeah, it's literally like here or there, like yeah. those are your two times you can go to um and I don't know, I felt like they explained everything quite well, like even like the the people that were coming back to train them. Why those specific people were sent back was was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And the types of people they took to the future, <clears throat> like the requirements that they had for them was very interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought those, that was explained quite well. Um, I feel like, um, the, like you said, the designs of the aliens themselves were, were quite interesting. I feel like they were fairly unique. I don't remember seeing any aliens that looked quite like this. Like there were elements that you could say were maybe borrowed from others, but as a whole, I felt like they were quite unique. Um, and, uh, the, the effects, like the CGI was quite good. They looked quite real. I never felt like they looked like fake. Um, they were really ruthless and, and just, just like fucked up. Um, the black guy in the red shirt was serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked him. I thought he was good. The other black guy was not serious. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, with, without spoiling anything, I think that's all I'm, I can really say for now. Um, yeah, I felt like the ending was good. I, I, I liked the ending. I felt like it, it progressed naturally. I don't feel like there was anything that was like, there was no like deus ex machina or anything like, no, no one just turned up out of nowhere to save the day. Like if if things played out how you would expect them to, if that makes sense. Um, I feel like the final, the climax, like you said, could have been a bit more epic, could have had a bit more of a big action set piece. But I feel like the the climax of the movie was over quite quickly. Um, but apart from that, yeah, I I I, I enjoyed it. I, I do you know what I mean? I was never bored. I was it never felt like a chore to watch it. I, I was I was into it, man. I I, I almost want to give it a free piece, but I don't. I just think it was quite not there. Mm. Um, but uh, the best way to explain this movie. Is I would say it's. I think you said Starship Troopers.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I said that, that. I
2: said it was like a bit
0: like a a, a fake Starship. Like, yeah. not, it, it was a little bit different. But because of like the way they were in the future and how they were like trying to fight the aliens and stuff like that, it gave me some of that vibe. That might be a bit no, harsh.
2: I, I definitely agree. I would say it's Starship Troopers crossed with Terminator. That's okay. the best way to explain yeah. this movie. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like with the whole time travel and stopping the war before it starts and do you know what I mean? And then you've got the whole recruitment mm. section and the soldiers and all that kind of Starship Troopers element. So it's like a combination of those two movies, mm. um, but doesn't quite reach the, 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 the level of either and, of them, yeah. if that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, Definitely. Uh, and again, um, while we're here and I've got um, Stevie's notes in front of me um, Dynasty Warriors, I was really excited to, to watch this film um, This was a game that me and T bonded over from when we were little uh, We play, We spent many hours just killing soldiers and going nuts I borrowed this game off of you many a time I, I think I, I enjoyed this game a lot more than you did um, yeah <laughs> even though you bought i think you bought like the first well technically two three and four um over here in the uk um Ooh. i borrowed them off you and i love every single one um why didn't like about this movies i don't feel like we got enough of um the wu i want to say the wu clan there wasn't there was the clan that was like normally in red because i normally played as zhao zhao yu um, mm. their clan wasn't really represented in this film as much as, um, the green clan and the blue clan. Um, mm. and I'm being horrible because I can't remember what the, the, their, their names are. Um, bruv, you've
2: but, already remembered more than
0: I um, <laughs> ever will. But what, what, I, what I would say, yeah, like as a movie, yeah, it's probably like a cool chicken isn't it. But if you're mm. a fan of the game and you know what all the little references are and, like, you know, when they show Zha, Zha, Zhao Yu, not Zhao Yu, Zhang Ji, I think is his name, and mm. Liu Bu, and they show Dai, um, ah, oh, the girl, uh, Dai Khan I think was his name. And, like, do you know what's funny, yeah? When they were saying, um... Chow Chow with cow Cao's. is yeah. I I sal, sal. So, yeah. I always said like cow, cow, in it, because that's like when you're young, you don't know how foreign language uh, pronounce certain things. So when I heard mm. how they, it's meant to be. is his name was meant to be. I was like, oh, that makes so much more sense. Um, yeah.
1: I had like the me reading um Chinese because I'm reading Chinese manual right now, mm. right? And uh, for some of the names. Um the, there aren't many that give an explanation of how to pronounce the names. So instead of it being pronounced Dong, which is D N G, mm. I pronounce it Deng, which is I mean same spelling. Yeah. And and Mr. Uh, watching Um uh Dice Warriors just helped me up better understand how to pronounce these names. Like, you know, for example, there was Dong Du in the in the um in the movie, mm. and I was like, okay, I would have pronounced it Deng De. <laughs> mm. but it's actually Dong. Don't do even though it's D N G D E. Um yeah. so yeah, I thought it was really, really cool. Um I'll i continue.
0: Um yeah, so I think if you're a fan of the franchise, yeah, you are gonna love this. I give it a free piece. Um I thought all the characters looked like the characters from the game. uh, uh again, I was saying look so like the characters from the game, yeah. Like it wasn't until I got older that I realised that Dynasty Warriors is based off Chinese history and it's um Based of the stories of the romancing of the three kingdoms, which one day I need to read and get a little bit of a better understanding of that point in the history. Um, but yeah, I loved all the, the characters looked. I like, I liked even how the weapons looked. The weapons reminded the game. Everything about it just reminded me of the game, and they only showed like the first two levels of the game. Um, sure. So I was really impressed. I had a lot of fun of it. Um, I've heard like. IGN must have put out a tweet. It must have given it like a four out of ten, and mm. um, the guy was just like, "Oh, this is you know another bad video game movie." I was like, "Has this guy ever played the Dynasty Warriors game? Like, <laughs> there's no way you could have played the game here yeah, and not gone what they've they've done with it." The only thing that I might not have liked a bit here yeah, was the little like zombie with the smoke, but then. There's always, yeah. there's always been... I don't remember
2: that from the game. Not, I mean? That's,
0: that's not, not as far as... I don't know. I think I stopped playing after Dynasty Warriors 7. And, but to be honest, mm. I stopped after maybe 4. And then one time I was like, oh, I'm bo-, not bored, but I was like, I kind of missed this game. Let me see what they've done to the franchise. And for me, it wasn't as good because they tried to add too much to it. Like they tried mm. to make it like... You know, you could like customize your characters. You can, you know, explore the world a bit more. Like going, like it wasn't the simple Musu battles mode that I'd you know mm. grown up within it. And like, this, like with with the originals yeah, like each character you played had like a different starting point. And also, there was like th- you could you could literally go gunfisted and just go mm-hmm. ham in it. or you could actually like follow some of the story of the. Of the um, strategies like there's one of the missions there's one of the missions where like you were fighting like on land but there was also like the boats and like if you went all the way to the left and went to one of your allies he would um set all the boats on fire which would lower the other the other um, army's morale and also like decrease how many troops were there and will cause some of the other generals to run away which would make you like win the battle easier and then like in the very first one like if you kind of like um Detoured and killed this other guy, um, it would stop the people from like rolling down rocks down the hill, which would allow you and your teammates to progress quicker. Um,
2: yeah, I remember that that bit. That used to piss me off. I didn't know you could do that and avoid the. Yeah. <laughs> I went up that path. I got fucking stones dashed. Like,
0: <laughs> I like did some wind power or something. Yeah, and it would blow you away. So that's what I'm saying. So yeah. there was always a mystical element and like uh, um, elemental damage uh, attacks and stuff in the game. Um, mm. so again I feel like they did a really good job with it, it? and um, there's meant to be a um, like Dynasty Samurai's game coming out which is like Dynasty Samurai 6 um, it's going to have Yasuke in it I might actually pick that up and um, just a quick Google before they're up to like Dynasty Warriors 9 so maybe yeah. if they release a 10th one I might pick that one up and see you know if it's it's as good as when I played it as a kid Um mm.
1: You know what, Nana, um, is saying that, if you've ever played any of the Sengoku Basara games, they're all similar to the Dynasty Warrior games mm-hmm. where, you know, it's you, if you have your army general who ta- who's got their own characteristics yeah. and you take on hordes of enemies in a fighting like a main mm-hmm. boss enemy or something like that. Yeah. Do you know um, what? Do you know another
0: one mm-hmm. I love that they, they did like a, di- a, um, a Dynasty Warriors, but it was um, Gundam's that one was proper oh, sick. That one was, was, was sick. That, that one was so good because, like, you had guns, you could fly, you could go to mm. space, like, you had sort of, uh, and then uh, uh, I want to say, like, like you, you had, like, your own, like, personal guards that were Gundams as well. Mate, so for me, it was a lot of nostalgia, a lot of feel good moments, uh, and that's why I give you a free piece. Uh,
1: Mine, was you able to watch this one? Yeah, I watched it. So, with this one, I thought I'd give it a three-piece as well. Mm-hmm. Um, at the beginning, yeah, the sorcerer guy, I can't remember his name, um, I think his name was something gel. Um, You know, with him sort of reanimated the corpses, I thought, okay, I, that I haven't seen before. Mm. Um, but I did like the generals. I liked their abilities. Um, I feel there's, there's a bit where they're chasing someone through, um, through a city and their skills became more apparent um one of them he slashed across and sent enemies into the air and then he was just finishing off one by one i thought yes i remember that move in the in the game Mm, yeah there were other moves similar to that so i thought it was really good um and also it felt like um but the movie itself felt like a nod to you know like old chinese yes it did movies yes it it was just you know huge armies um, generals with special abilities, and you just you know, fight one another. So it felt like a lot too that, like old school martial arts war movies. Um, so that I appreciate because that's where like, my love of martial arts stemmed from as well. So it was really good seeing all of that. Um, so yeah, the nostalgia definitely affected my school. I'm not gonna lie about it. Um, <coughs> I also remember the I remember again another game mechanic like you mentioned was the rallying, which you know you could rally. Um. Um, sorry not rally I can't remember what it's called but like if you could face off against a general either before oh before it was it,
0: it was like a one on one
1: yeah it was the one on one so yeah.
0: I think what was cool about that yeah is because again I didn't know this because you know as a child and all that stuff yeah but mm. Dynasty Warriors 2 was the very first game that was actually in the musu mode the original Dynasty Warriors game was actually in the same vein of virtual fighter and Tekken it was a one on one fighting so when they did that in the in the latest series in the latest series and also when they did the movie I was like, oh they're paying homage to like where it originally came from and so I thought that was really cool as well. <coughs>
2: I didn't yeah, know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Japan, the very, be... So yeah.
0: Dynasty Warriors the very first one was actually basically Tekken. Yeah. But then they changed it up and then Dynasty Warriors 2 is what we now know as Dynasty Warriors.
1: Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um uh, yeah, I mean, just continuing. Um, I didn't mind too. I, I wasn't paying too much attention to the actual story itself. Um, also, I, I understood the story perfectly. Um, but it didn't really interest me just because I was more interested in because again, because the last two so many games and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I sort of didn't know, you know, whether it was going to focus specifically on, uh, um, you know, South Cao or whether it was going to dive into other game like other games or subsequent games and then sort of sort of mesh it into one movie. So I didn't care too tough about it. But it was pretty consistent. Um I liked the boss fight right at the end as well where it was the three brothers fighting against um against mm-hmm. that evil general. I thought that was an amazing fight. Um again, massive nod back to, you know, old school Chinese movies where you have like a three on one against the boss and then they yeah. all band together. With like the ultimate skill, ultimate move that they could potentially die from, and they end up winning. So, all the, all that was just that was, that was pretty cool for me uh, to see that. So, overall three piece. Obviously, IGN disagree. Um, I thought IGN even gave it less than uh, four out. I think two ten again, ratings, I don't yeah. care about IGN. IGN do a lot of. Uh, some of their people.
0: ratings are so stupid. Like I feel like, yeah. like not to be. It's like, let's say, it's like getting someone that's, like, not into cars, yeah, or or not, like, really familiar with cars to then watch a car movie. They're not going to really enjoy it unless it's done in a style that, like, is for novices. Do you know Mm. what I mean? Like, and that's that's what i say. like, I feel like whoever they gave this assignment to isn't a massive fan of the game because I fail to see how anyone that's played the game can't like this. (laughs) <laughs> oh, here we go! All right, T. So T, what's what's
2: what's your rating? Oh boy, my rating is I don't know, man. A U like for un- unfinished or whatever. I c- I could have finished this movie, man. Uh, to me, it was it was bad. Right like, again, I I I love the games back in the day. Like mm. you said, me and you we used to love these games, but I never got like deep into it the way you did. Mm. Like I just liked like playing the game once once you got a horse it was over i can't remember the name of the character but the character i liked playing had like had like the there's like a spear kind of thing there's like a staff with like a a shank at the end of it Mm. and i used to like getting on a horse and then once you're on a horse with this character you're done like you just ride and you do that you know when you like spin when like like Donatello spins the stuff? Yeah, mm-hmm. like when you do that on horseback and you're just riding through crowds of people, just spinning your, your and they're just flying gear, off in running directions. And people yeah. are just flying off. Like, so I love that shit. I love playing the game. I love like giant jumping into a group of of soldiers and just fucking them up. And you see waves of them flying. As a game, it was fun, innit? But I think maybe to watch it, like maybe if it had a bit a better budget and hmm. like the effects were done more convincing maybe it would have been better but i think in general i think i've just gone off like 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 ancient chinese dynasty kind of do you know what i mean like those type of movies what
1: was the one recently that we was meant to watch and i couldn't watch that one either um what? i mean um oh so i was gonna say i was gonna say this is uh was the dynasty is a better movie than the new ball combat movie <laughs> Um, oh, wait. I, I, can't, I can't, I can't, I can't remember the other one. You talk about another Chinese movie that came out. With, yeah, do you remember? And it, and it was like, oh, was it, was it the demon one? Um, Oh, I it was, am, it was I like, the main character was half human, half demon. and yeah, I like that, yeah. That, that one, and it was like that huge ass snake that they were fighting against. Yes, that's um, it. I
2: couldn't yeah. watch that either, man. What? What's, oh, know. those, the, the
0: Wukun, not the Wukun Assassin, but, yeah, we, yeah.
2: We, the yin, yin yang thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the yin yang, yin yang
0: master.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is, man. But I, I, don't know. I've just gone off the. I think the, I think the last one of these types of movies that I actually watched to completion and enjoyed was Curse of the Golden Flower, bruv. And that, was, oh, that long, was long time ago. ago. Like two thousand and four, two thousand
0: and
2: three. So long ago. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I think I've just gone off of these types of movies. I don't know why. I think maybe. The, I don't know. It just seems a bit boring to me that's because wild, there's so man. much...
0: We used to love so that much, shit.
2: Huh? We used to love the Chinese action movies, right? I know. That's what I'm saying. No, don't get it wrong. I like, like... I like the Chinese action movies, but I mean, these this specific time period mm. where everything is so, like, there's so much, like, um, what's the word? Formality. And, like, you need to know what rank everyone is and who's linked to who and who's the who's the king and who's this and whose dynasty does this one belong to and it's too much for me man i'm getting old now my memory can't remember all this shit like just make me a simple story let me watch it like and and again even with even in terms of the games like yeah we we did love the games back in the day mm. but i played dynasty warriors the way i play gta and that is i play the story for maybe about 10 minutes and then I just have fun running around and fucking shit up. <laughs> so <clears throat> I never really got into the story or the characters. Like, I can't remember any of their names. Like, I remember like Cao Cao or Chao Chao, whatever his name is. Yeah. Or, um... I remember, I, I remember, I remember it. better. It was. I, thought, I mean, you, you, you always loved that shit more than me. Do you know what mm. I mean? So I knew you'd love this. That's why I, I mainly, when I saw the, originally saw the trailer for this, I was like, this is for Nana. Like, I need to give it to her. He needs to see this. Yeah. I, I was never over-excited about it. I was, like, excited for it in, in a way that, like... Like, I don't know. I was just excited to to see you be excited about it, if that <laughs> yeah. makes sense, but...
0: Yeah, I but, don't know. I, I, again, like I, I, I said, as a, if I was reviewing this uh, just as a movie, it would be, like, a core chicken. So, yeah. I'm not surprised you're giving it, you know, uh, maybe a low rate.
2: What is your rating? Probably a course chicken, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. But, if but it, again, I didn't, I didn't finish it. I need yeah. to... Whoop, partly because I wasn't feeling it when I was watching it, but partly as well because I, I wasn't meaning to get back to it, but I ran out of time. Mm. So I probably will get back to it, but as it stands, I couldn't finish it. Like, I, I was like, I, I still had like Tomorrow War to watch and I was like, I'd much rather watch that you yeah. know what I mean, than, you know, than watch this.
0: Yeah. No, that's fair enough. Fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, wh- do you have anything else you want to say
1: on this? Um... No, nothing else to say on say on it. Um, I, I, I enjoyed the movie purely for the action scenes to be fair. Mm. Um uh, I'm not gonna disagree, it was a long movie and again I wasn't holding too tough on the on the story. I just watched it for it being what it was. Mm. Um so yeah, that's why I gave it a three piece. Now that I think about it, maybe i may will give it a half trick, but I'll stick with three piece anyway, because yeah, that's yeah. what that's the that's literally what I gave it. Uh,
0: so Stevie said uh, dinosaurs he actually enjoyed this quite a bit think would have helped you played through the games there which is a fair assessment um, mm. right um, yeah we kind of went through quite a lot of stuff let's just get through the news quite quickly and finish off with whatever's left from the main event to blurs or us news alright you know what let's go with a bit of uh, what the fuck news I guess because I just want to hear you lot's thoughts so oh I should, you know when you make these quick little changes you should probably pull up the news um, there was an athlete hold on two seconds I'm just going to take a quick pause uh, yeah, we're back. I had to just quickly pull out the article because I, I wanted to get you guys' views on this Yeah, So, American Sha'Carri Richardson, a sprinter who was a favourite in the 100 meter dash, tested positive for THC a compound in cannabis. She's suspended for track <laughs> events for 30 days jeopardising her appearance at the Olympics later this month. Now, I i am a little bit annoyed with the situation yeah, because it's hard and I think people are making this about race when it isn't about racing it. Like I think we should need to be as as a black people, yeah, and as people of colour, yeah. We need to be very careful when we wanna use the racism card, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. if it gets overused, yeah, it loses some of the effectiveness in isn't it? Now, mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't delved deep into the situation, but she's admitted to using it and it sounds like she used it for when her her her, her mum passed away and it has like a coping mechanism, in it. Now yep. without knowing all the details, yeah. The fact that you jumped, me personally, the fact that you jumped to it as a COVID mechanism from your, your mum passing away, it it sounds like it's not your first time using isn't it. It sounds like you normally, again, I'm speculating here, but it sounds like you normally use it, but you mm. know to normally not do it before you have an event because you know that it's going to be cleared out of your system. This mm. time, I think she might have just got the timing wrong by a couple of days and she mm-hmm. got caught. Do you know what I mean? Um... You know, Martin. As like, obviously, we're athletes on the lower end of the schedule. We're amateurs, yeah. but and I don't think we, what well, in our sport anyway. There's no testing, Um nah. But you know, as someone that's played sports to, to a decent level, and you 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 know what kind of expectation it is from athletes. Like, well, what's your take on this? Like, some people are just like, oh, you know, you know, it's not, te- it's not, it's not a performance enhancing drug. Well. It may not, like, you know, boost your extra muscles, but it, you know, like, it might sound very dumb, but, like, it can give you a good night's sleep. What does your body need to recover when you've done a nice workout? <laughs> a sleep, a good sleep. You know, it, it soothes some injuries. Like, it helps with injury recovery a little bit. Maybe not as immense as, like, you know, maybe taking side like steroids, but weed has its advantages. So, w- w- uh, you know... Is the world right to be outraged and she should be allowed to compete even though weed isn't technically a PED? Or is it unfair because the rest of the world in a lot of the countries, weed is still illegal? In mind, let me, let me hear your thoughts
1: first. So, the thing is, in the state that she lives in, it's actually legal to use, uh, to use marijuana, right? So, as a civilian... You can, it's it's legal for her to use it, right? She's not breaking the law by using it. But as an athlete, you are given certain standards, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if they say, if if in your contract it says, don't drink Coca Cola, cool, you don't drink Coca Cola, right? Even though, I mean, Coca Cola is not a performance not enhancing, um, drink it all, things like that. Um, I'm, I'm just laughing at them like doing tests and find You've got Coca Cola
2: in your system, <laughs> for, you real? Know you did
1: it. <laughs> for real. If they say don't eat certain foods because certain foods will have certain uh, things in it, certain substances in it that can make it look like you've had um, uh, certain forms of House of Drugs, for example. I mean, that's a whole dietary requirement as well. You say, okay, cool. I'm not going to eat those. Especially when it comes to competing. Maybe outside competing you can because you're not competing for uh, for uh, um, a global event like the Olympics. Mm. Um, but looking... Alright, so I, I, so the two things here, right? If you legalize, if you legalize um, the use of marijuana, right, then subsequently you should also legalize it for use in, um, in, um, sporting events, right? But that's this
0: is my thinking. If it's legal, but it's that has legal. to that has to be for a sport like the Olympics, yeah, where it's your appeal of people across the world. It has to be yeah, globally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it can't. Diverse, it can't be yeah, like but, just your country and your state because again, exactly. like, let okay, let's say for example, again, like some people. <laughs> You know, use it to relax, and mm. I'm not saying they, they're gonna smoke it there and then before they race share yeah, because that would be yeah. fucking impressive. But like, <laughs> you know, you know, the build up to an event, maybe the anxiety, they might use it to relax. And mm. again, it's just one of those ones. Like, I understand, like, you know, her, her mom passed away, and she thought that that's what she needed to like help her cope with that. But then, mm. what do you say to an, another person whose mom hasn't passed away? And they've just well, I wouldn't necessarily say sucked it up, but like they've, you know, found other ways pretty, to manage uh, their yeah. grief. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like honestly, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I'm a two minds. I'm a two minds with it because okay, if it, if you've legalized it for, um, you know, for 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 use in in a state or whatever, or you're going to legalize it across the country or whatever, right? Cool, fine. Um, that's one thing, and maybe they need to look at. They didn't need to look at. Um, um, sports events and how that impacts sports events, right? That's fine. I'm cool with that, right? The second one is because it's a sports event, even if it's not on a global scale, right? I mean, I'm sure there's certain things that athletes, are, are that normal civilians are allowed to take and have that athletes can't take and have because of certain reasons. You know what I mean? Just because whether if it's something like it gives you better night's sleep or whatever or wherever, wherever, whatever. I can understand that. And more so universally where you have a lot of countries that have very, very similar um laws against weed, against cocaine, against amphetamines and other things, right? It has been it has to be universal. So in that sense, it is also ultimately it's her fault for you know getting the dates wrong and stuff like that. If she had used it earlier or what have you or you know got the times correct correct, then she would have pa- passed for the Olympics. i have been fine with that. I don't mind her using it. But it's when you it's when you fail to you know regulate yourself and then you end up in a situation where you've used it and then you now can't compete i think that's down i think that's down to you as as, as individual and obviously i think i think from her tweets and uh the article that i read i think she's owned up to that to that mistake and stuff so it is unfortunate that you know she can't she can no longer compete in the olympics um well, she, she might say- she might still be able to compete in a four by 100. She
0: just can't yeah, do yeah, the yeah.
1: Oh because then it, because then the time will be out of the system by that time, right? Yeah, is what, is yeah what is? she's got a 30 day ban right now. Alright, cool. That's that's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um but I think for athletes all over, you need to be careful because it is within your contract to, you know, not have certain substances within um, in your body for certain for certain sporting events. Um another one is like, again, what I don't want to happen is people start saying, Oh, what about um what about people that take um, certain hormonal drugs or whatever? If they're transgender, blah blah. Do you know what I mean because the whole thing is mired in in substances you can take, substances you can't take, and then you know, universal sort of level for each athlete and in each individual sport or whatever. It ends up being this whole you know weird mess. So I'll just say, if you're an athlete and you're and you're being paid, sponsored, whatever, to not take any drugs and stuff, or if like that. And if you're gonna take it. Just don't take it within a time period that it won't leave a system for you to go get for you to uh, compete. Yeah. That's all I'll say because I will never say to someone, "Don't do," um, what I think is your is your right as a human being to do, which is you can put whatever you want in your body and yeah. do whatever you want. It's your life. Yeah, no, hundred percent,
0: hundred percent. Because again, um, at the end of the day, like it's a, it's she's a professional in it. It's part yeah. of her role as a job like i can't smoke weed and go drive a train like true, if i get like if i get random drug tested and I, i've got it's not a 30-day suspension i'm sacked i might yeah. even go prison like it's do you know what i mean like, i was having a conversation like it was kind of like bannery, but i was just like you know how confident would you feel yeah if your doctor was about to perform open heart surgery on you and he was just like, Oh, I just a zoot like thirty minutes before <laughs> I, like, <laughs> are you letting him crack you open and doing his surgery? Like, obviously everyone's different when it comes to drugs. Like I know some people that will smoke weed and then they're, they're just completely like completely they're, yeah, they're completely, not even they're completely fine. They have like this heightened level of like concentration and alertness. Mm. Like, mm. do you know what I mean?
2: that pilot pilot, denzel washington played him in a movie he was like he would been drinking taking drugs and sniffing shit and he was flying the plane Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and some some technical thing went wrong and he managed to land the plane not only land the plane he was flying the plane upside down at one point oh man do you know what i mean and they they said because he had even though he saved everyone's lives and landed the plane Mm. Like, that that was, should have crashed and burnt. Um, they said, oh, he had drugs in his system. So, do you know what I mean? He got in trouble for it. But he was like, but... Like,
0: <laughs> I, I saved the day. But they're going the they, like, they're, they're, to they're try and say, well, maybe you having drugs in your system caused whatever happened in the first place.
2: Yeah, I think that was the whole argument that was yeah. going on there. So, I mean, yeah. like, whether or not him having the drugs caused the accident or if him having the drugs improve this yeah, superpowers <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, yeah. increase his focus or whatever so yeah i got what
1: you're saying but, but i but overall i definitely think it, it's it's anything to do with racism at all i mean we obviously we know the history of weed in in uh in the black community in general mm-hmm. um but in this case it's definitely not a race thing it's more it's more of a regulation thing do you know what, I what you mean? But, well, it is, I, it, is a,
2: it is a race thing because she's a sprinter no like
1: Oh for fuck's sake.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Do you know what, what
0: made me laugh is when people like, oh well, you know, Michael Phelps, you know, did did something similar and I was like, Well, I'm not into athletics that much or into the world of Olympic sports that much, yeah. But just from reading some of the articles, yeah, Michael Phelps never got tested positive for THC. Yeah. Mm. He got he was seen in a picture. With him with a bong. I don't know if we was smoking it or just had a bong in the background on some picture or some interview he did didn't it. He got banned for three months and like lost all his sponsorships. So it wasn't like he got off scot free. Do you know what I mean? Like he got punished.
1: Mm. Listen, I mean, I know this is, this is not in what the fuck news, right? But there was an uh, article that I read um, yesterday. And this, I think, is more of a concern for athletes of of color because um, this to do with swimmers in the Olympics are being told to only use one type of swimming cap. Oh, yes. Oh, cap. shit. Yeah, this is racist. You know I mean? This is 100% racist. Exactly. Because you have... So, again, because of... Um, especially, I was speaking about black people because, obviously, we're black here. Mm. Right. If you look at our hair, our hair is pretty curly. Do you know what I mean? My hair is 4C, so very, very tight curls. Some people might have 4 for one hair, uh, um sorry, for A hair, uh, which is it's just curly but not as curly as mine and that kind of thing, right? So mm-hmm. our basically our hair grows upwards and outwards. Do you know what I mean? So um we have sp- a certain caps that will wear over uh people with straight hair, right? Obviously, black people tend to have curly hair, white uh, non black people tend to have more straight hair mm-hmm. in very vari- in varying um circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um so in that aspect. You saying to athletes that we are going to ban you from wearing one uh, a particular type of uh, cap because we feel that it's it doesn't hinder your performance or whatever. We'll say, well, actually, it kind of does because my hair doesn't grow like yours. For my hair to fit into something like that, I need to either cut it or blah, blah, which means you're infringing on my right as an, as an athlete to actually be able to you know, sort of control a body, how I want to control it to, within within the boundaries of the, of the sport, sporting regulations. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, So with that, that is one racial thing because our hair doesn't grow like Japanese mm. hair. I don't know if it's specifically the Japanese officials that have said this or it's the Olympics as... I think uh, it was
0: the Olympics committee. But okay. either, either, either way, that's racist. Do you know what else is racist, yeah? And I only just tweeted it, now, tweeted it now when someone else, like, pointed out, yeah? So, you know that German girl that was crying in the England game, yeah?
1: Oh, yeah. Someone
0: has raised a GoFundMe for her, yeah, that's currently sitting at about 25 grand. Yeah, yeah, when brand, you, yeah, but when you see those little Syrian kids getting blown up and shit, yeah, people don't want to raise no money for them, no? Like, what? <laughs> that's, like...
2: No, fucked up, bro. No, the priorities of people in this world are fucked up. Twenty five like, k, you know. So for? what was it for? Why does she need twenty five thousand? She didn't. So, yeah. She didn't. She was just crying. That's not. Even,
0: crying. That, that's not even emotional trauma. Like kids watch sports and lose. It's they fucking cry. Football. Do you like, know
2: what I mean? Like fifty percent. Fifty percent of the stadium. Fifty percent of the stadium is going to go away crying every time there's a match. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the whole point of football. No mm. one's going to win. One's going to lose. you're going to give every single person 25 grand every time your team loses? Mate, I support Tottenham. Do you know what I mean? I should be a fucking (laughs) billionaire
1: by now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mate. Things things like that. Yeah, people's priorities are completely messed up. Um, Do you know what I mean? When it comes to... um, at the end of the day, when it comes to athletes and regulations, obviously some regulations are against certain people of color for various reasons, like we've just discussed with the with the cap one, with the marijuana one. one in your system, you know full well that you know this is what you're supposed to do. This way, you're supposed to do with certain food supplements, whatever it is in your body that could give certain um, certain um, uh, positive tests, which means that you're now banned from the sport event. You know what I mean? That's down to the individual, um, but again for certain things like what we've seen here in sporting event where you know little girls crying and you're raising money for her to um i think it's completely outrageous i'm not gonna stop people from you know from donating to that to i go from me you can donate you can your entire life savings i don't care i just think it's silly
0: yeah no 100 percent.
1: like i'm not like
0: i don't know like exploit people but sometimes i'm just like I should just set up a GoFundMe and just see how much money I can make. Like, who's actually you know, really gonna, gonna generate the money? I think you like,
1: understand. Listen, someone, someone set up a GoFundMe, right, to fund, the, uh, this is when Trump was in power, right, to fund Trump's ta- uh, uh, wall, right, um, for the Mexico uh, USA border, right? Mm-hmm. They raised over a million dollars and not a single penny was put for war or for like that so people just pay money for no reason do you know what I mean <laughs> if you're that dumb to get scammed you're that dumb to get scammed um, you know you spending money however you want but I'm going to if you ask for my opinion I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel um, yeah
0: yeah no it's, it's crazy man like it's just wild like again like some of the comments I've been seeing online and like, like I said for me like if I honestly felt that it was racism and racist, like I'll be fully involved and be like, nah, fuck the Olympic community. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I guess it is a little bit because like when people do something that you're not expecting, you're going to get drug tested. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, but then Mm. like, look at Barry when he scored that goal and he came up to the camera with those eyes like he was like okay this guy's clearly on something so let's random drugs test him like sometimes we know that the random drugs tests aren't so random do you know what I mean but again sometimes it's for a valid reason and again if you're in a sport where again it may not give you it may not have the same level of performance in hearts as steroids in it but the fact Mm. that's like not a normal substance that your body creates or gets and it you know I don't know. Maybe like she might have like obviously we we know with this situation it's because um her mom's passed away. But let's say for example it's an athlete that needs to make like and again this is very uh, a very weird one. But let's say they need to make a certain weight for a weight ca- a, a category in a fight, and they they're not someone that can like eat food and do you know what I mean? Well, they bun a zoo, they get the munchies and a couple of cookies later. <laughs> there's you know they they added some yeah. extra pounds like it's you know like we we make jokes and laugh about it but it's just one of those ones where like i personally think like if you go down the road of being an athlete in it you have to do what's within the rules and you've got to be make your owners especially like like for me yeah like i'm saying now yeah i am pretty much doing whatever i can to get this train job in it yeah Mm. because they're gonna pay me a lot of money like, and I'm talking grands, not millions. If someone was paying me millions, yeah, and I had to only eat and stuff, I'd hire a professional chef, I'd hire, hire minders and be like, listen, it is your job and duty, yeah, to make sure that I can do whatever I can do to do the job. And that's like the, the guys what? that would that get roles at Marvel, yeah. Look at how, hence some of them guys have come. Like they're like, if I want to keep getting this Marvel money, yeah, I am gonna do everything that I can to get this Marvel money. And mm. do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's that's all. That's all it is with with that. Um, T, do you want to? Oh, go on, T. I f- I think just to, just
2: to, uh I uh, let you guys talk. I just want to bring up a couple of things, we're, we're gonna, so we're actually, things. We're
0: actually gonna move on, but yeah, you can finish, and then I was gonna get
2: you to do the rest of the news. no no yes quick so basically you said like she said she did it yeah because her mum died yeah Yeah. and she was like a coping mechanism or for grief or whatever but like at the same time a lot of people use alcohol like if someone dies they'll have a drink or something like that do you know what I mean like if alcohol was in her system would they have had the same reaction um I don't know would she have been banned for having a drink I don't know know if
0: alcohol is is is, is, you know (laughs) is in the Olympic guidelines and, but um, that's what
2: I'm saying. Like, in it, 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 again, it, it's very, it's it's complex and it's not it's not as simple as it as it mm. seems. Yeah. Uh, hold on, one second. Yeah, noise. Go. Yeah. So basically, it's, it's complex and it's not as simple as like right or wrong, whatever. But what I'm saying is, if she had if she had a, a, a zoo like as a coping mechanism for her dead mum, like if someone had a drink, I'm sure they wouldn't have got as it wouldn't have been as big a deal, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. in in a similar way, like you've said as well, it's not a performance enhancement. and like, I get what you said. Like, it could help with like relaxing the muscles and getting a decent sleep and anxiety or whatever. Mm. But at the same time, weed is known for slowing you down. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And like, for her to to didn't she break the record or something like that? Uh, Did she like I, break I the record? She was for, close? Oh, she was close, But... If she came close, if she broke the record or even came close, yeah, while she had THC in her system, bruv, I'm sorry, yeah, <laughs> but she handicapped herself. That's like fucking Ken Patchy, yeah? <laughs> like having a fucking bell on him, having an eye patch. Do you know what I mean? That's like fucking Rock Lee with his weights on his legs. Yeah. If she... Can you imagine, yeah, if you say, like, she's got a 30-day band until the shit gets out of her system, and then she's in the, the 4 by whatever free, re, relay race, yeah? bruv, can you imagine how fast she's gonna be when that shits out of her system? Yeah, right. She, she, ah, right, mate, she's gonna reach the other person before that everyone else has even started. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's not a performance enhancer. Like, like I'm saying, weed is known for slowing you down, making you slow, making you like. And even if she got a decent night's sleep, she's gonna wake up with a weed hangover. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you get. So, <laughs> I don't know. All I'm saying is, it I get it. She had like it's not it's legal where she lives Mm. but in terms of like you're saying like it needs to be fair across the board worldwide because it's like it's a worldwide event and it's not legal everywhere but then at the same time it's like it's not like alcohol is not legal everywhere do you know i mean there are some countries in the world where alcohol isn't legal Mm. and yet do you know what I mean? I I doubt she they they'd like ban her for thirty days because she had alcohol in her system. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that is essentially a, a a similar thing. Do you know what I mean? Like it 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 ain't gonna enhance your performance as a sprinter. Do you mm. know what I mean? So I, so I don't know. I I feel like I get it. Like you said, like to to go over what Martin said, that made the most sense to me. It's like where if you if you work for a certain place, even if something's legal to do, you might not be able to do it in that job. Like if you work for Nike, you can't be seen rocking Adidas. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's part of their rules if you work for them. Mm. So it's legal. You can legally wear Adidas. No police officer is going to arrest you for wearing Adidas, or you're going to get fired. Do you know what I mean? If yeah. they find out. So I don't know. It's complicated, man. But I, I just think I'd see it as she handicapped herself and still fucking nearly broke the world record. <laughs> <Yes>. Like she's <laughs> fucking <laughs> sick. That's what I'm saying. Mm, nah,
0: it's very cr- crazy. All right, T, um, I'm going to let you do the general news and then I will go to the comic book news. So take over.
2: All right. So for the general news, um, come, well, this one's a bit fucked up. Speaking of what the fuck news, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people would have put this in that section. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, a couple of times, actually, Lego is going to pop up in these news, but let me start with this one. So Lego have dropped a Star Wars um, like Lego playset uh, for The Mandalorian show. Yeah, linked to The Mandalorian show. And in it, they have one for Boba Fett and his, um, and his ship, which is called The Slave One. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always been called that. No one's ever had a problem with that. But it's been labeled in this Lego set. They've renamed it as uh, from Slave One to just Boba Fett's Starship. So they've taken away the name slave one mm. um although slave one is still being used on the official star wars website mm-hmm. um a representative of lego actually said that this was an instruction from disney saying that disney doesn't want to use uh it's it's it's, it's not something that's been announced publicly but behind the scenes it's just something that disney doesn't want to use anymore mm. Um, and, of course, fans are outraged because um, you don't fuck with Star Wars shit. Like, no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. But then at the same time, if you try and change anything, then they will fucking get you, bruv. Yeah. Like, no one's more defensive of of their shit than Star Wars fans either. Mm. But, um, but, yeah, so that's... that's um, that's the latest on that like Martin I would like to hear you, your opinions on that
1: they're, they're, they're trying to beat Slavery bro. I don't care yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I mean we also we're talking about this in the other group chat and I was saying okay if if you're going to change the name of uh, you know Boba Fett Starship from like from Slave 1 uh, to just Boba Fett Starship because you feel that the word slave may be um, triggering to some people or whatever. They, you might as well just drop the entire uh, franchise because all throughout you see slavery... T, T mute, mute. you yeah, You see slavery in... Uh, for example, An- An- Anakin was a former slave. His mother was a slave, died at the hands of... Uh, was a Tuscan... of uh, Tuscan Raiders. Um, the Empire very much did slavery. You have jump uh, of uh, the Hut who had slaves. So if it's really the name slave one that's triggering, then you must well just drop. must well just change everything and anything to do with slavery in, in Star Wars. Um, that's just that's just that's just the logical uh, step to do. Um, you're not gonna. I mean, me as a hardcore fan of Star Wars, you're not gonna do any favors for yourself because why try and Change, essentially, what Star Wars is—it's about people breaking the bondages of slavery, however they can, um, in a way, and freeing themselves. Like the rebellions for example, like the uh, rebe- uh, Rebel Alliance, for example, um, many of the worst situations of, of slavery were saved by a rebel, The Rebel Alliance joined the Rebel Alliance and later overcame the um, Empire. So, it's just ridiculous to me that you know this—this this is happening. And to a larger point, if you're so uncomfortable with slavery that you're now trying to basically remove it from, I guess, life, then aren't you doing a, diss- a disservice to, you know, the history of of people? No, I mean, again, I know we're talking about Star Wars, but if you're saying that, okay, we're going to delete the history of slavery in Star Wars, to a larger scale, doesn't mean that, what well, you're now going to deny anything everything to do with slavery because what well, black people weren't all sort the of slaves you didn't have um indians who were slaves you didn't have native americans who, do, do you know what i mean like, what exactly are you trying to accomplish mm. um i think keep the name and everyone can see that it's just called the slave one no one did any slavery especially in the slave one it's just the name of it the name doesn't trigger anyone if it was a racial slur then yes, I understand you changing the name, but this isn't a racial slur at all. So oh, I don't yeah. see the point in this.
0: Yeah, no, it's very, it's very stupid, man. Like I don't know, man. Sometimes something just need to be left out as it is, and then yeah. just go from there. Um, T, you there?
2: You back? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you say. Like the, uh, a lot of the Star Wars history has slavery in it. Like Anakin was a slave, and and so forth. Like you said um but also the name slave one like there's no reference to actual slavery like boba fett wasn't a slave no one was a slave mm. it's just the name of the ship i don't know why it has that name mm. or a slaver. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah it, i mean it's it's got and for it to for, for disney to say no we're just not using it anymore like what's going to happen in the boba fett show we've got a boba fett show coming out soon are they just not going to refer to the name of his ship is he going to say, come on guys, let's go to my starship. <laughs> like, What's going to happen there? Yeah. doesn't make any sense, man. I think it, it reminds me, because also another Disney property Thor um, Ragnarok, they recently, they, they made a joke about slavery. Like they had slaves in the film mm-hmm. and the grandmaster was like, "Oh, don't use that name. I don't like that name. Like let's call it something else. Like, like what do they call them? Prisoners with jobs. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what? And like, I can imagine the Disney, like the head of Disney, like being like, that. "Oh, what that? I don't like that word. We can't use that word. Let's change it." Mm. So I don't know, man. I think it was a bit of a, it was an unneeded overreaction to something that's always been there. No one's ever cared about. Mm. Uh, I've never heard anyone say, "Oh, I like Star Wars, but that name, that's Slave One, <laughs> ruins yeah. us. Not, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's it's a bit stupid, man. I think maybe because Boba Fett's got his own show coming out soon. That's yeah. why it's on their mind, and they've decided to do this for some reason. But I don't, th- I don't, I don't think it was necessary, man. I think it was a bit stupid. Mm. <coughs> um, but yeah, anyways, moving on. Um, David Tennant and Michael Sheen are set to return for Season 2 of Good Omens. Now, I haven't seen Season 1. Um, I've seen a bit of the first episode. This is a show that I do want to get into. So I'm glad that they're doing season two. Um, it's about... I think it's about like an angel or two angels. Or like one's the angel and
1: one's the devil or something like that. Oh, this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen... I- I've heard of it. Because uh, I remember we were discussing it on uh, an episode ages ago. Um, but yeah, so yeah I do remember you talking about this one. I have yet to watch it, so... Oh, maybe I've maybe I've seen um the first episode, first episode or two. Um, mm. but okay, alright, that's interesting.
2: Yeah, that's no, it, it, it looks like a really good show. It looks like something that we'll be into. Like, I, I'm I'm definitely gonna get into it before season two comes out. Maybe we can review it on the show. But the first episode, one thing I liked about the first episode is it, it starts off in the Garden of Eden, and Adam and Eve are played by two black actors, which I thought was really was really cool. Hold on, sorry, one sec.
0: Oh, and the the joys of having to you work, uh recording from work.
2: <laughs> sorry, I'm gonna little, go to a more place, you sorry. Get these little weird little breaks of just <laughs>
0: randomness and phone calls in the background. I'm, and I'm so sorry. I'm so hey, sorry, man. Used to, so,
2: so. We need to one find
1: point, a way for you tea... to re- record without being at work, man. Uh, at one point, I thought T wasn't Gotham City because of the sirens that go down in the in background. It, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no nah, it's, it's hard it's, it's actually hard
2: doing this there'd be more random noises if i did this at home do you know what i mean with a baby in the house man it's, it's hard to do mm. but um
1: batman is that you i'm just a security guard <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah that's that's what i want you to think but um but yeah no nah, um yes yeah, so i'm I'm looking forward to the, to watching this show and the season two both of them are good actors um yeah, man, I, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I'm definitely going to get the first season of this watched as well. Mm. Um, yeah. So also, um, seeing as he is coming to an end soon, we've got two more weeks. Uh, on July seventh, which is actually I think uh, Wednesday, next Wednesday, um, we're getting another Simpsons short. Um, so this whole like uh disney taking over fox and the, the whole was it was it called synergy or like what was it we learned in business studies um i don't know <laughs> oh, fuck, man. synergy Bro, I yeah, yeah maybe talk about synergy or um lining things up yeah like 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 i don't know cross um, promotions or whatever just having just having it all under one banner is cool because yeah. Simpsons have they've already done the star wars one with the force awakens from its nap Mm -hmm. And now we're getting one that's linked to to the Marvel Universe. Um, It's called The Good, The Bot, and The Loki. Mm -hmm. Um, As I said, it's coming to Disney Plus on July 7th. Uh, Basically, um, Tom Hiddleston will be voicing Loki in this, Mm -hmm. which is cool. Um, It is about Loki being banished from Asgard. He goes to Springfield. And I think... He... I think he teams up with Bart or he either teams up with Bart or they're like in competition with each other, like not competition, but like rivals in in terms like they're both like one's the God of mischief and one's like fucking Bart Simpson. Do you know what I mean? Like the most mischievous little kid in Springfield. So it'll be interesting to see them go up against each other and see who is the most mischievous. Mm -hmm. Um, You've also got like some of the characters from the Simpsons, are taking on the roles of Marvel characters. So in the poster, you've got, um, it looks like Lisa is Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ralph Wiggum is Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, the like gun owner guy with one arm. He looks like he's Captain America. Millhouse is Hawkeye. Mo is vision. Uh, principal Skinner's mum is black widow. Barney is iron man. um, Carl, I think it's Carl, Carl or Lenny, one of them, the black one. Here's Nick Fury. Uh, Ned Flanders is Ant Man. And I don't know who this is, but she is um, Captain Marvel. That might be the Reverend's wife. I'm not sure who that is. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so this, this looks interesting. Could be fun. Again, it's just a short, so it's not going to be anything too serious, but it um, could be a little, little bit of fun. Yeah. Beans. Alright, let's hear the music.
0: Worst crossover ever.
2: Alright, so not much comic book news this week. Um basically well this this is barely news to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I,
0: I'm not gonna lie, I was just like I don't even care about it anymore, but you know.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean it, it it is very it does seem very unnecessary. Um basically they've gone back and made minor changes to Wondervision. Uh one of the changes they've made is in the post credits of the finale episode when you've got Wanda in her cabin. Um all they've done is change the scenery. They've added trees. Um, they have added. I think the song was always there, the Doctor Strange song, mm. uh, but they've credited it now in the credits um, as being there as well. <clears throat> but apart from that, they've they, they, there's, there's nothing like when when I saw the article and they were like major changes made to the post credit scene of what I was like, oh shit! Like what have they done? Mm. Let me go and then I went and I was like, so. What have they done? Like, did they do anything? <laughs> they added some extra trees. That's they like, added look, trees. You know, I, started, oh, I, I still this, haven't changes, watched it, you know. This changes everything. I
0: still haven't watched <laughs> the, new, the new scenes. I've just seen the picture that you posted in the group and it just looked like they
2: added extra trees. bro. that's all they did. They added extra trees, man, and it's stupid. The only, the, the funny thing about it is, yeah, everyone's speculating because the, as as it's like zooming into the house like, and you see the water and all the trees and stuff, as it's zooming in, like, in, like, the trees and the mountains and stuff, you can kind of see, like, a sh- it looks like a shadow of, of a figure, maybe, like, a caped figure, which people are speculating could either be Doctor Strange, which would lead into the, the movie, because Wonder's in the movie, or is Vision, because Vision obviously went missing in, in that final episode. So maybe he's coming back to meet Wonder and kind of pick things up or whatever. But the truth is, it's nothing. Like what happened, <laughs> what, what happened was, yeah, apparently uh apparently when they shot the scene of her outside the cabin, there was a reflection of a crew member or of someone in the window. So they had to like they had to blur it out. So that shadow of the figure that you see coming across the shadows, it's nothing. It's no one. All it is, it's just like leftover blur or whatever from where they had to blur out the guy in the window. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) That's ridiculous. That's, that's, that's all it is. So everyone's speculating over all this madness for nothing. All they've done is add trees. I don't know why they thought they needed to add trees. I don't, I, I wouldn't have even realized anyone would notice. Clearly someone has like, um, and yeah, the only thing I can think of is that Sam Raimi is directing Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Maybe the scenes that he's done in the cabin in the woods, because he is known for being like, originally he was like a horror movie guy. He made the Evil Dead trilogy and stuff like that, um, which takes place in a cabin in the woods. And Doctor Strange is said to be quite more of like a horror movie than any other Marvel movie. So maybe visually they wanted it to line up more. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, it's necessary. Like it's a cabin in the woods. If, if she's in a cabin in the woods, in the doctor strange movie, I don't think anyone's going to say, Oh, what the fuck is this shit? Look at that tree. That tree wasn't there in the post credit scene. Mm. Like, I don't know. Maybe that someone will say that, but I didn't think it was necessary. Another change they made, uh, which I think Ace, I think you have an explanation for this, but, um, in the scene where Wanda banishes Monica from the town, um in the original one she says something like oh she 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 had to go she she couldn't be here anymore or something like that in the new version she says something like oh she didn't belong here or something like that and it it seems a bit more sinister the way she says it um so i i think you had some kind of explanation for yeah this, so
0: right? um, i read this online and you know how like with the with the, especially the Wonder Show. When they did like the little recap, they they seem to use like, um, like cut footage. So, yeah. I think, alternate takes yeah, alternate stuff. takes and stuff like that. So, I think they just wanted to use the recap from the next episode that line in that original scene. I mm. don't know why. Um, I don't know what difference it makes. Again, I haven't actually went back and watched that scene or watched the, I've maybe glanced at the side by side, but I haven't even been able to tell where the difference is. But I think she says like it was like Wonder all the time or something like oh, I need water or something. Um, mm. And again, I think just with, from what I've seen online, it's just to fit in with how they then introduce it into the next episode, which mm. I don't know. I didn't see anything wrong with it. I haven't watched Wonder Division since we watched it for the first time when it was coming out. I'm probably not going to go back or even remember or even care, to be honest. <laughs>
2: yeah see originally when when i started seeing these articles pop up of changes being made to wonder i was thinking like oh shit like ha- because this is happening now during the loki show i was like is what's happening in the loki show affecting the other shows like is it in a sense changing the timeline and stuff are we going to see alternate things happening that didn't originally like is this going to make people go back and watch the show and see something different happen that could have been really interesting to do something like that but just adding trees and making the lines slightly different doesn't seem worth it like i really don't know what the motivation behind this is but boy disney have a lot of spare time on their hands and and have decided to do this but yeah so that that's that's news apparently that's that's Mm -hmm. it but, um, so yeah, to move on to some actual news, again, Lego getting involved here with their toy toy lines and stuff. Um, what, what do we say? What do we say? Toilers. Toy, toy line, toilers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah toilers. toilers. So these, yeah, these that, that's an actual term that we, we coined here at Bloods or Us, some toilers. Um, new Spider-Man suits have been revealed by a couple of different toy lines. I think um, Funko Pop, uh, a Spider-Man figure has been released, Lego sets, and just general like, action figures. Because basically, originally, Spider-Man was meant to come out uh, during the summer. So obviously, all the um, the toy line promotion material and stuff like that, it's, it's not as easy to delay all of that as it is to delay the release of a movie. Do you know what I mean? So all of these stuff are starting to come out where the movie is still quite a bit away. We haven't even had a trailer yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically what these toy lines have revealed is I think three new suits. It may be... I think it's three new suits. Uh, The first one is known as the black and gold suit. Mm -hmm. Now, it's basically just a black suit, but the webbing is gold. Um, This... I mean, obviously, they they wouldn't just call it the black suit because they're holding out for when he gets the actual symbiote suit, which that is the black suit. It's always been the black suit. So they've called this the black and gold suit. Um, It looks kind of like, you know, at the end of the Spider-Man game when you're fighting Doc Ock? uh, The Doc Ock suit. Yeah, you know, that one was like black and had like gold kind of trimmings on it. It looks a bit like that. Um, But it also, in the Funko Pop version of it, you can see around his wrist gauntlets where where like the webbing will come, like the cartridges of the webbing and stuff comes from. It looks like there's like exposed electrical kind of circuitry kind of going on, mm-hmm. um, and basically what people are assuming is this may be the suit that he wears um, when he's taking on Electro as a way to like kind of counteract the electric. Do you know, kind of like how he did in the um, Amazing Spider-Man movie, yeah. when he webs him, the webbing kind of like conducts the electricity. Yeah. So people are saying this may be the suit he uses to counteract that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, obviously, there's reference to him taking on Doc Ock in the game, and we know Doc Ock is in this movie. Um, so that's the first suit. Uh, the second suit is... I'll save this one for last. Actually, another suit is called the upgraded suit. Basically, in for all That's intents and purposes,
1: Spider-Man uh, game. Which one? Sorry, the upgraded suit. That's just not from the. It's not from the Amazing Spider-Man game. Uh, w- well, no. To, to it looks,
2: it just looks like the same suit that he had at the end of the last movie, the oh, the God. red and black one. Um, just slightly modified slightly modified nothing major enough to kind of talk about do you know what I mean Mm. but maybe it has more there's more gadgets in it or something like it's clearly it's upgraded for some reason but it looks exactly the same as the red and black one he had um in the last one but um, red and black I mean it looks like his classic suit but where it's usually blue it's black that's it basically Um, And the last suit is called the integrated suit. Now this is the interesting one because it looks like his normal Spider-Man suit with elements of the iron spider suit. So like the gauntlets and it's got a bit of the spider symbol, like the gold spider symbol from the iron spider suit from the movies. Mm -hmm. Um, But also on where the spider logo is and like where his web shooters are, it looks like those kind of, you know, like those symbols that like, um, the like circular symbols that Dr. Strange, when he does his magic, he has like these circular things that appear around his hand. Mm -hmm. So it looks like the reason it's integrated is integrated with a level of magic. Like we know Dr. Strange is in this movie. So this suit looks like a combination of like technology so it's got elements of the iron spider suit in it but also has an element of magic in it yeah. um like i said he, the spider suit chest piece has like that circular kind of spiral magic symbol and where his web shoe has come out has like the the, the circular magic symbol as well yeah. um so again that that's that's pretty interesting um this apparently is a f- It's kind of like leftover concept art from infinity war where originally um in that scene where dr strange is being tortured and spider-man and iron man like come to rescue him originally there was meant to be a scene where i where tony stark sent his iron man suit and the iron man suit went on doctor strange to like protect him from whatever was torturing him, but in doing so it got integrated with Dr. Strange's magic. So where the, where the iron man kind of, um, arc reactor is in the middle actually had like the, um, the, the eye of Agamotto there.
0: Yeah.
2: And rather than shooting like the, um, the, the like laser beams or whatever from his hand, he had the, the magic symbols come around his hand. And while, Doctor Strange had the Iron Man suit, the Cloak of Levitation went on to uh, Tony Stark. So Tony Stark was wearing Doctor Strange thing and Doctor Strange was wearing um, Iron Man's thing. So they've kind of taken that idea and because it never got used in that movie, they've kind of moved it into here where they've got the Iron Spider suit integrated with Doctor Strange's magic. So that's, um, that's very interesting to see how that's going to play out in the movie. Also, in the Lego sets, you've got like um, the Doctor Strange's Sanctum Sanctorum scene there. Um, Doctor Strange's costume has a bit of an upgrade. Obviously, he doesn't have the Eye of Agamotto anymore because that was the Time Stone. So that's going to be replaced with something else. Um, But also, interestingly, uh, Scorpion is there in, in that little set. Um, in his Scorpion kind of mech suit. Now, we had the character of Scorpion appear, I think it was in the end of Homecoming. Um, He was in prison with uh, Vulture, and he had the little, like, Scorpion tattoo. Um, So he apparently is going to appear, it seems like he's going to appear in this movie as well, which um, adds to kind of, like, the theories that we might have some kind of Sinister Six in this movie, um, even if they are from different um, like different dimensions, we will have essentially six villains in this movie yeah um but yeah that 's it that's that's comic book news
0: all right all right all right all right let 's head on to the last section for tonight, and that is.
1: Anime manga. Yashihime season two is going to come to us 2nd October, so watch out for that.
0: Nice.
1: Um Transformers Wolf Cybertron trilogy, Kingdom, will debut July 29th on Netflix. Um, so that's something we'll definitely pick it up and reviewing. Amazon Prime will stream the final Evangelion film, Thrice Upon a Time, 30th of August worldwide. Netflix will stream the eventual anime adaptation of the winning manga series from Million Tag. It's a battle audition show for discovering the next star manga creator Mm. worldwide. Um, The series can be watched on Shueisha's Weekly Shonen Jumps YouTube channel now. Um, It started airing, I believe, either today or um, on Friday. Um, So, yes, uh, uh, episodes are out on YouTube right now animation will release the transformers movie 25th october in 4k ultra hd um that's that's the very old uh movie from in uh, 90s i believe um disney plus will stream star wars visions anthology shorts of nice, nice
0: i'm glad you got this news this news that i saw a little like 10 second trailer or whatever it was mm. it looked really fucking cool
1: yeah, in addition to that, it will be showcasing several of Japan's top directors and studios, so we'll very much have uh a Japan Japanese influence to it. Uh and finally for the anime news, Skate Affinity is getting a new anime project. Now for the manga news. Blue Exorcist will be on hiatus until April uh twenty twenty two as Kazuo Kato, who is the um who is the artist for Blue Exorcist. I did not even... for Sorry,
0: I didn't even know that Blue Exorcist was still going on.
1: Yeah, it's still going on and I'm up to date on it. No, oh, that's crazy. Um he's going on to another project, another manga project called Strange Tales from the Handy Shop. Mm. Um uh I think it's Karukaya. Yeah, so mm. Strange Tales from the Handy, Handy Shop uh Karukaya. Mm. Um I th- believe it's a 6 or 8 chapter long uh project. It could be longer. I would, um, I would highly recommend anyone that
0: likes anime to check out Blue Exorcist. I'm pretty yeah. sure season one and season two are both
1: on English Netflix at the very I least. I think so as well. I think so as well. Um, Tita Kubo promotes Disney's Loki by drawing Aizen next to Loki's poster.
0: Yes!
1: Um, right. So this shows them. that they share. So the reason for this is that you know, again, in addition to promoting um, in promoting Loki it also shows that the two characters share similar traits, including their scheming and traits of trait personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a very, very cool poster. Um, yeah. Just do a quick Google search and you'll find that poster. And lastly, for me, Kaiju number eight manga will temporarily switch to bi-weekly schedules, which is one chapter every two weeks. Um, currently it's being um, given, sorry, it's being released every Friday, um, but they changed it up uh, temporarily. Um, I'm currently reading Kaiju number 8 so It's a very very good manga um, I've only read up to I think 38 chapters so far um, But uh, it's, it's one that I recommend And I'm th- I believe it's going to be uh, Anime released at some point On it as well mm. And that brings us to the end Of the anime and manga news In general And also to the end Of the episode uh, the we've
0: come uh, Oh wait no Wait wait, Yes we have uh, the we've come <laughs> to the end of the show we'll be back next week with more content and more <laughs> blood us because we love you alright yeah guys that's it oh, that that <laughs> I, I wish I could sing my oh my days if I could sing yeah I think I would have lived majority of my life just serenading women and then now that I know <laughs> I would just be serenading her all the time because I just like to sing, but I can't. My voice is absolutely atrocious. Um, but yeah, man, come to the end. Uh, next week, we're going to hopefully be talking about the Forever Purge, Legend of Legend of Exorcism, uh, finally Black Widow. Um, hopefully, I'm going to hear Marvin, Marvin, Martin and Big T's thoughts on Black Summer Season 1 and 2. Uh yeah. and Martin's uh, thoughts on the Tomorrow War. And um, I need to catch up on Modoc and... I can't remember the oh and watch Batman. So yeah, that's what's going to be in store for you guys next week and maybe a couple of little bonus things here and there. So without further ado, Martin, say bye to the people. Bye everyone. Catch you next time. Big T, don't work too hard, fucking jobber. <laughs> uh, say bye to the people. Bye to the people. All right guys, right, thanks for very much listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Bye bye now.